So, after quite a hiatus, um, <laughs> we <laughs> listen. We tried. Um, we finally can talk about the finale of uh, Great Pretender. <laughs> the fucking <laughs> 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 Matt, you got to come over here and see this. You got to see this, nigga. Like we're. <laughs> You gotta see this. <laughs> Sounds worth it. <laughs> it just took me a second. <laughs> it's a, Wait, but that's it, not in the official account, is it? No, that's the official Portland Pickles Twitter account, <laughs> and that's <laughs> and that's their mascot. <laughs> it's a minor league team. <laughs> minor nah. league teams are the best thing about nah. sports. <laughs> That's the that's the cover. That's the cover. <laughs> but 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 mind you, right? The Portland it's, Pickles. It's <laughs> funny because they tagged Manscaped in it. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> well, I was seeing um some dude was going on one of them like like chat roulette style shits. Right. Oh no, that's and dangerous. And was doing it as Kermit. And um <laughs> he was like, people were like, oh my god, I love Kermit. And then he'd be like, oh, that's so nice, like, mm-hmm. with the puppet and the voice. And then he would just put up a cucumber and be like, you love this part of Kermit, too? And they were like, come on, son. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, know, you just ruined my childhood. That's what we want to yeah, do. Basically. It was like, everyone loves being green. Do you love my big green dick? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so when I saw that shit, I thought it was Kermit at first. Oh. So it took me a second to realize that was a real fucking, fucking Portland pickle. Minor speaking of, speaking of social media, did you hear what happened with PBR's social media? Nah, no, I haven't. The, on their Twitter, you know, like dry January, you don't drink. Yeah. Yeah. I just found out that was a thing. I yeah. found out this weekend too that it was a I thing. I didn't know it was a thing. So the social media person for PBR, who has been unhinged for a while, but <laughs> finally you caught up to him because he tweeted, not drinking this January, try eating ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it gives you the same benefits. <laughs> Yo, what? And that was you get intoxicated from eating ass? Yeah, it's an intoxicating feeling, I guess. It's a porter. I, I, it's a porter! Nah, that got it, bro. Creamy and dark? <laughs> Milk chocolate Milky. porter. That's wild. Oh, no. Oh, so it's not a so it's, so chocolate starfish porter? Unfiltered. So it's not an IPA, is what you're telling me. No. <laughs> okay. India Pale Ale? Ain't nothing India pale, pale about that. There's nothing pale yeah. about that. <laughs> <laughs> nothing pale about that. Y'all niggas. <laughs> Somebody got to get y'all. So. Nah. <laughs> also, also, bro, why does the why does the honey that Miles use have so many instructions? Like, there's so many warning labels and shit like that. Like, it's I brought just it. Just like Bluetooth or any of the other I shits. brought it to Philly, right? Yeah. Mind you, yeah, I need did. No, mind you, I didn't even use it. Um I brought it to Philly and then I had showed Kylie and then it was just like maybe like ten <laughs> I of, showed Kylie. I showed her. It was like eleven Man. o'clock. Um and then it was I'm looking up, I'm like, all right, so like do I take all of it? Like how do I use it? Because at least Bluetooth will tell you you just pop it in, drink some water. This one I'm like, all right, well, how do you use it? Like do I put it in some water? Do I mix it around like regular honey in my tea? I didn't know. So Miles, don't look at me like that. I never used it before. You just gave me a pack of honey. Do I put it in my pee pee hole? Exactly. I don't know. Do I rub it on my skin? I don't know. Rub it on your skin. So, so anyway, I'm looking up. Lotion on its skin. Yeah. Yeah. So we're looking up the instructions and shit like that. I'm like, damn, that's a lot of things you gotta. It's a lot of shit. Take half the packet. Drink like two things of water. But it it takes like two hours to really get. I'm like, well, damn. By the time this shit kicks in, I'm gonna be asleep. I'm gonna just be. I'm gonna just be having a boner in my dreams. So I ended up not even using it. Like DMX Yo. said, sometimes he would just wake up and someone was fucking him. <laughs> <See> like, 
That feels like sexual assault. I'm not gonna lie, because he hasn't he consented. Was like, he was feels like, like love, it. He was like, "I love my wife. I know sometimes I cheat, but I love my wife, and sometimes it's not my fault. I just be hard in my sleep, so I wake up and someone be <laughs> fucking me." That's a very poor excuse, and I hope uh, you know. I hope she believed it though. R.I.P. to God. R.I.P. to God, it. but you know that's that's, that's crazy. Intentional cheating or accidental <laughs> cheating? I'm sorry. I just I just happened to slip inside. Yeah. You know, we Listen, just I woke up and she was fucking me. I don't know what you want me to do. If anything, call the cops. <laughs> like, I didn't consent to this shit. Like, bitch, get off me. Pew. Oh my god. I'm gonna just go back to sleep. Do what you gotta pew, do, pew. sweetheart. Yeah, I've no, I've never been that tired. I don't care if it's four. I don't nah, care if it's four thirty a.m. I went in on zero hours of sleep for the nah, past twenty six hours. Nah, 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 nah. That got it, nigga. So I ain't never I been that tired. Sandy, you gotta make time. <laughs> nah, that's nah. This yeah, this nigga is crazy, son. Oh, what man. the fuck? I miss this. Yeah. Like I've been too tired to like Mike's initiate. On, we get on some shit, don't I'm we? telling you, I've been too tired to initiate. But like, not if if I'm already standing at full mast. No, how am I too tired? <laughs> full full <laughs> mast. Standing at full. Such a Caucasian <laughs> phrase. Full I know mast. it is. I'm telling you, the the the, the, the people of the caucus mountains have some like funny. Ships. I know. Well, I'll tell you, Tommy. I was a, I was at half a chub and exactly nah. <laughs> half, half chub, chub is she hilarious. Took that all the way to full mast. Let me tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't a mast like an object on a boat? Yeah, exactly. The, uh, they said black people don't like ships. Yeah, it's the sail. Uh, like yeah. the thing that holds up the uh, yo, sail. Yo, that, re- that's real shit, man. When I was on vacation, yo, there was a nigga that we had, we went on this small little dinghy boat to this island, and that nigga was not fucking with He said, yeah, I'm staying my ass right here. He <laughs> thought he was going why. down. Nah, but that was, it was going down. Nah, that was a Basement. small. It was a small ass fucking nah, boat. Dinghies are scary. As yeah, fuck. yeah, nah, I could, especially like yo, because if you get if you especially get on a third world country, yeah, I know. You know what I'm saying? It's like yo, that boat break. Y'all niggas is just in the middle of the fucking ocean. Like whatever the fuck. Wait, Columbia is third world. I don't. I don't. I thought, I thought they were at least second. Really? I thought they were second. I, mean, I guess it second. depends if on where you are. Tourism is your biggest thing. You're most likely a first world. So is New York a third world state? Like what the hell is going on? Because tourism is New York's biggest thing. One of the tourism isn't the United it's states. No, no, that's why. That's why I said, "Is New York a third? All right, so no. sorry. Is it a third world state? No, because think about how many businesses have headquarters here. Due to the tourists. Anyway, <laughs> I'm crying. We have we have a place called the Fashion District and the Meatpacking District. But it's hey, all yo, it's <laughs> wild. The Full Mass District. Full... <laughs> nah, but y'all really gotta chill, son. Oh what is God. wrong with y'all niggas? Son? What do you mean? We're just we're just you know shooting the breeze. We haven't been in the studio in like three weeks. It's the first time we've been here in the new year. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm about to say. I, and, no, and notice, I walked in. I ain't say Happy New Year to none of y'all niggas. I don't yeah. give a fuck. <laughs> this point is what he it is. He said 2020. Who? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the thing is, we already seen Miles like twice already this new year so right. yeah i'm kind of sick of it honestly <laughs> i have had it <laughs> you're getting a timeout <laughs> that's that on that man yeah. and that's on what that's on mary had a little lamb i was gonna say crip we all we all had different different ideas what were you gonna say i said that's on period <laughs> that's on menstrual Shout out Tyreek. Uh, oh oh god <laughs> That's on menstrual. That is wild. The first time you said that, I was like, honestly, I kind of like that better. That's a wicked statement. I'm not going to lie. That's on menstrual. <laughs> oh, my gracious. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold-blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Because I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion. 
What's up, everybody? This is episode 120-A, 120-asterisk, whatever you want to call it. We are back in regrown recording studio the new year. It's great. We're all back. Um, We had some bouts with COVID. We're all good. It's great. Miles got his booster. A lot has happened in this time. Uh, JT don't even score in transition no more. I don't score in transition anymore. Not of my own free will, but because Miles Wilson refuses to pass me the ball. He's got the vision. Uh, He does not have the vision like a (laughs) line between two dots. All right. That's tough. The peripherals were not working. Got to put the goggles on next time, my boy. I don't got the vision, but my mind's stone. You heard? Hey, there you go. It is. There you go. Also, we got our first win of the season. Big facts. Shout out to the cum guzzlers. Oh, no, it's cream team. That was the cream team. What? (laughs) Good Lord. (laughs) Yo. This nigga's gay. Oh, man. Cum guzzlers, cream team. It's all the same shit. What the fuck is up with the soundboard? That is not the same shit. The cum guzzlers and the cream team are not the same shit. God damn it, Matt. It's ghetto ass studios. (laughs) 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 Bro, it's not even in the same stratosphere of team names. Like, jeez. All right. Cum guzzlers is crazy. You really think I would, like, I'm, I can find the humor in cream team you really think i would have been wild enough to do go with cum like, guzzlers, cum guzzlers? Hey, man, listen whatever although very the, direct the scorekeeper did Freudian tell us slip yeah for, yeah. Uh, yeah 40 and slip my ass uh um, what did the scorekeeper what, like. what, what scorekeeper say he said this isn't the wildest team name he's heard i think he said like last year somebody uh, a team was the uh, shooting semen Oh no! That's hilarious. <laughs> is, it like, is it like you shooting? Know how, no, it, okay. it's spelled like semen. Yeah, oh, like, like okay. that's hilarious. You know, oh my god, the shooting semen. <laughs> the shooting semen. Shit! If I do, I get a volleyball team. It will be the spiking semen. No, doesn't work. No, I didn't like that. I didn't like that one bit. No. Mm-hmm. If I had the X button, if the X button was working right now, I'd be hitting it. Um, but yeah, it's a good day. She's not gonna intro. Let's start up. It's a good day. Can you guys. wait? I can't actually. That's not so. my problem. And you know what? <sighs> Jeez Louise. Anyway, guys, introducing to the crew for the new year, 2022, we have the impatient god himself, the Guyanese goon, John Mutu. How you doing, everybody? Mm-hmm. I bet. I bet. <laughs> and Maverick, Ma- Mavericks win tonight. And to my far right. Yeah. A man that needs no introduction. Zero. Did you say I bet to how how are you doing? <laughs> like what? A man that needs no introduction. Zero. He walks with the cane not because he has to, but mm. because he needs to. Mm-hmm. The former deacon of demon time, yeah. Mr. Worldwide West. Because everywhere I go, I leave a worldwide mess. How's it going, everybody? Happy New Year. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we alive in here. Boosted, straight from Colombia, and a little more tan. Damn, I had a Kappa here. question for you previously. Yeah. Well, it's got to come back to me. It's got to come back yeah, to you. Yeah, I might have to call in. Uh, first of all. Is, uh, I have a Kappa question really quick before I introduce Matt. A Kappa is it, question? Yes. Is it red then white or white then red? Uh, crimson Good then cream. Question. Crimson then cream. All right. Mm. Crimson and cream? Like the cream team? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Or the, the Kappa cream. Yeah, or like the... Uh, like the cum guzzlers? Yeah, <laughs> that, that, those guys. I heard they're a really good team. Yeah? Yeah. Massive loads. Uh, and to my far right, <laughs> the Saratobi Salmon himself, the Gabagool, Greg Posovich. Matt Barber, everybody. Yes, sir. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Indubitably. <laughs> oh, boy. All this talk about basketball means we got to start off I was going to say, show. you shouldn't even get into it. We should just bullshit. I'm All this talk about anyway. cream. Cream. So much cream. <laughs> cream Olajuwon. Oh, oh that's cream. wicked. 
that might be that mine. Might, I was that, gonna say that might be mine. I was gonna say I might use that for a fantasy uh, basketball yeah, team next yeah, that's, year. That's pretty. Oh, speaking of fantasy sports, the Hentai High Steppers are your 2021 Boys and the Crew Fantasy Football League champions. Oh my god, it feels so I'm good. Just, I'm just so upset as to what happened in fantasy, honestly. Not in ours, because, I mean, yeah, in ours too, but of like course. the fact that the other one I would have made the playoffs and won, because immediately after, my team went off every single week. That's how it be, bro. That's every be. single week. That's how it that's 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 be. Bullshit. Look at that. I have defeated the choke artist allegations. Thank you to the most high. Won't he do it? Yes, he will. Yes, he will. So, god so, got me. So dinner on JT next week. No, 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 no. Dinner is not on JT next week. Shots are on JT next yeah! week, baby. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's oh. right. for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> really, man? It's dry January, bro. Oh, yeah, it is dry January. You're Carbon right. Gas. You're right. So cocaine. <laughs> oh, boy. You know. Where the spoon? You know, the spoon's always hot at the Lovato residence. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not nice. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. No. Yeah, this man started, This man came out with a bang. Kicking Demi, off the New Year Demi with a bang. Strays. Catching strays, On that baby. note, I will take my leave and enjoy the rest. Enjoy, enjoy the episode. Oh, See, we will. Did, yeah. Enjoy the episode. What? Yeah. Got him out of there? The troublemaker? John, yes. You made John quit the pod. Thank God. <laughs> All he does is interrupt my show Never intros. Never coming back. Never coming <laughs> back. He'll be back Never next week. Back. <laughs> Will I? Crap. Now I got to get up. Yeah. Oh, my. No, we're going to keep this going. Oh, Matt. 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 He's knocking over stuff. Yo, Matt. Arby. Matt. He's John's like, I'm, if I'm leaving, I'm taking everything down with me. <laughs> oh Damn, God. what the heck, John? <laughs> you think this is a WWE arena fucking throwing chairs <laughs> like that? Bro, he is leaving the the the, the stage with quite an... Uh, Oh, when Miles yeah. said WWE, I was about to say, John thinks he's the great golly. Golly! <laughs> <laughs> What's not racist, but feels racist. Nah, not gonna nah. lie, I always thought the great golly was Guyanese anyway. Um, <laughs> nah, I'm, I don't know, I don't know if Matt is really comfortable when he starts saying black jokes, man. You know what I'm saying? Back when JT didn't know Guyana was a country. So he like thought what? the great golly was A month ago? Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I was dead gonna do something. I was like, nah, it's way too out of pocket. Um, but yeah, anyway, let's get into uh, some basketball talk since we're on the on, hey, on the topic. A um, lot of lot a lot of headlines, a lot of storylines. Um, I think the biggest one over the weekend was the return of Clay Thompson, which was it was great to see. You know, mm-hmm. almost what it was almost two whole years, just about. Yeah, uh, just about. They said two hundred and no, no, it was like nine hundred and something. Nine hundred and forty-one days. They said, yeah, that's so, a, yes, over two. Nigga, yeah. that's a long. That's that's closer to to, to three years. To three bro. years, yeah. Because the last time we saw him on an NBA floor was the, the finals final. of twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. That's yep. that's that, that that's insane. If you a think lot about is. It. Ha- I mean, you figured the last time he was on the floor, Kawhi was still a raptor. Kawhi was a raptor. Paul George was still on the Thunder. Think fucking Kyrie was a Celtic. Kyrie was a Celtic. Wow, that's that's incredible. So much in the NBA has changed since then. But nah, it, it's great to have him back. And just the warm welcome that he received from all the players and everything, I think that was just... Was it. LeBron still a Cav? No, no. Nah, he, that was his nah, first nah, year nah, in nah, L.A., nah, right? Nah, his first year in, okay, in, yeah. in L.A., yeah. But, uh, but yeah. Nah, nah man. In that, seen... in that span, Russell Westbrook has been on, what, three teams now? Yes. Been on... No, 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 because it was OKC. Yeah, three teams. OKC, OKC the Rockets, and now, yeah. now the Lakers, yeah. No, wait. Wait, no. Oh, yeah. Wait, no, no, no. OKC, Rockets, Wizards, Lakers. Oh, my God. Yes, the Wizards. Jesus Christ. Yeah, wow. what, a, what a fucking time. Crazy. 
Yeah. Mm -mm -mm. But but yeah, no, Clay came back. He looked pretty good. Yeah. You know, in his first games back, mm -hmm. he didn't. I honestly didn't really know what to expect. I mean, it's not like his game is predicated off of athleticism or anything like that because he is a spot up shooter. Yeah, he can drive to the paint. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we know you know about his you know abilities on defense, but. All things considered, I thought it was a pretty good return in over two years. Oh, yeah, no, nah, most definitely. I mean, honest, like, when you got Klay Thompson as one of the premier shooters of our generation, just coming back, man, like, you knew he was going to... He it, he was gonna get get some shots up, man. You know that him coming back just overall was gonna be just better for the league, and you know Golden State being on as good of a stretch as they're on, even though they just lost to the Grizzlies. Who will get to? Um, they they they're gonna need him if they want to win. I was gonna say, what is Clay the addition of Clay Thompson now do to the Warriors, who were already one of the best teams in the league to begin with, mm -hmm. and now you add an all-star caliber player, an all-defensive mm -hmm. team caliber guy to your roster. And granted, he's, it's probably going to take him maybe a month, yeah, a few a few weeks to right. really get back into the swing of things. The swing of things. But right. adding that type of guy, like where, what is the ceiling for the words? Like, does this push them now to an, a, a class above? Or are they still kind of in that same mix of, you know, with them and the, the Bucks and the Suns and, you know, the Grizzlies and the Nets and the, and the Bulls? Um, I mean, well, to me, honestly, I think we add Clay Thompson, who you know, it, it's gonna be tough for him, like off the rip, I think, to get right into game shape. But I mean, if what we get out of Clay is like seventy five percent, even seventy five percent being the most that we get out of him from Clay Thompson of the past, I still think you're getting a really good player back that's gonna be on the floor with guys that have stepped up tremendously in Andrew Wiggins and Jordan Poole. You know what I'm saying? And like, this is like the original core of, you know. The Warriors, you know what I'm saying? Draymond, Steph, and Clay. So those guys already know how to how to play with each other. You got that leadership now on the floor. It's just overall gonna be better for for, for these guys. And I think they're gonna be, you know, a force to be a force to be reckoned with. It almost feels a little bit better than that original Warriors team, you know, that had Harrison Barnes and not Zaza. Who was before, who was the big man before? Yeah, shit, David Lee. <laughs> nah, it was um was it, was it Fest 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 Yeah. Like because you figured Andrew Wiggins is playing at a level, if not maybe better than what Harrison Barnes was mm -hmm. during that time. Bielitsa has been really, really good for them. And he provides something that those Warriors teams in the past didn't really have, which was a big man that could stretch the floor. Mm -hmm. Before, it was just like, you know, JaVale McGee, um, you know, Zaza Pachulia, you know, guys in the paint that just get rebounds and kick it out to, yep. the, to the guy. Now, Bielitsa can stretch the floor. He can shoot the three. He can run in transition as well. Yep. He's, he's an adequate passer for his, you know, for his position. Mm -hmm. This this Warriors team might be. I mean, they're not seventy three and nine Warriors, obviously, but this is. I think this might be one of the most complete Warrior teams we've seen in the past, you yeah. know, six seven years. And I, and honestly, like you even look at the game that he played against the Grizzlies. He played, mind you, he played twenty minutes. Twenty minutes he played. Had fourteen points, three rebounds, three assists. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is the player that you get it back once he gets comfortable playing regular between thirty two and thirty six minutes a yep. game. You know what I'm saying? This is somebody that is gonna that's gonna produce a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, not even coming off the bench doing it. Like, I'm talking about I, I think that's gonna be the 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 adjustment for the team because you're gonna have like either Jordan Poole or Andrew Wiggins that's gonna come off the bench at any given night, and they're gonna have to get used to that being their role now because of what Clay Thompson has done in the past. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, no, it de it, de it definitely makes this team, you know, better. Definitely gives them a, a boost for what they're the, the good things that they were already doing. Right. Um, but speaking of the team that they just played, well, on Tuesday, that is, uh, the Memphis Grizzlies, who have 
taken the league by storm over the past month. Um, and it really honestly started once Ja went down with his injury. Mm-hmm. You know, once Ja went down, I think that opened the door for Desmond Bain to really thrive as a scorer. Yep. Uh, it opened things up for him. You know, get, got him comfortable, got him shots, yep. and then once Jaw came back, you know everybody always thinks like, oh, when ja, you know when when your superstar comes back, the offense might take a step back because you're trying to get him reacclimated. Yep. No, they picked it, picked up where they left off. If anything, they were better. I say they were better without Jaw. Uh, right. When Jaw went down, I think they were like sh- around the 500 mark. Then they reeled off like nine straight wins with Jaw hurt. Mm-hmm. And then Jaw comes back and they keep winning. I think they're on a 10 game winning streak as it is right now. Jaw Morant, is it is it fair to say that Jaw Morant? Is in the MVP discussions. I mean, it's like it's it's wild to think that. I here's so I say yes from a perspective of he is definitely the reason why his team ha, has been competitive, especially against good teams. You know what I'm saying like, because they beat they beat the Nets. They they beat the Nets. They beat the Bulls. They beat the Warriors. They mm-hmm. beat the Suns. They beat the Suns. Uh, they beat in the Lakers. I think twice. Yeah. Already, they're giving the Lakers a lot of trouble. I think as the only team, yeah. as a team LA does not want to play to me. I don't, I don't think. I think the only team really like up echelons team they really haven't played yet is the Bucks. They have not played the Bucks, no. So, but against the top, you know, let's say the top four mm-hmm. or five in each of the you know the conferences, they've they've they've, they've showed out. Mm-hmm. Not nah, definitely, but I I, I still. It, it, it's going. It's going to be tough. We have to see really where where the Grizzlies finish for me to really answer that question. I still think to me. Um, I would say that it would be KD or Steph. But, I mean, if John Morant keeps making noise like this, if they somehow were able to be the one seed in the West and they were able to stay on top of that, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be mind if John Morant was getting MVP votes. To me, I mean, I don't think, I don't think that, you know, he will be. Just off of the strength that, you know, it's it, it's a it's a political kind of league in a sense that, you know, they know who the MVP caliber dudes are. For somebody to come into that conversation, you really have to do a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I mean, you figure Ja, ja is top, what, top three in scoring right now, mm-hmm. uh, you know, behind, I, he, I think he's either surpassed or he's behind Kevin Durant mm-hmm. right now. The Grizzlies have, I believe, the second most wins mm-hmm. at this present time in the West. I think only a, one less win than the Warriors, but a few more losses, obviously, because, you know, the whole COVID thing and games getting canceled and, and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if, if he's the best player on quote unquote the best team or the second best team in the league. Right. He's like his name's gotta be up there regardless of, you know, all right, he's it's only his fourth year in the league. Right. I mean, yeah, I, I get it. The Kevin Durant's, you know, the Nets are in second place right now. The Warriors with Steph, they're in first place. But I feel like he should be getting a little bit more credit even uh over Jokic. I mean, granted, Jokic has played absolutely phenomenal. Like there is no offensive metric that Jokic is not top five in. Right. But at the same time, his team isn't up there in the standings like Jaws. And granted, they had they don't have Jamal Murray, they don't have Michael Porter Jr. They they just lost Will Barton to the COVID uh, stuff. So they're dealing with injuries themselves. Yeah. But still, but you, you gotta give know, credit. You already know though. Once you once you once you in it though, like once you're um, once you win it, like rather, you know what I'm saying they're, you're always gonna be looked at as like that caliber of player. You know what I'm saying yep. it's, it's always gonna be surrounding that conversation. You're always gonna be looked at as a candidate for the for the award, whether you you're worthy of it or not. You know what I'm saying? How many how many MVP seasons is KD has versus how many MVPs does he have? Same thing with LeBron James. Same things with Kobe. Same things with like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So so it's tough. But honestly, what I can say is that Jaws leading his team right now, and as of that 2019 draft, John Morant is looking like 
the best of that that top that that top three that came in because we don't know what's happening with Zion. I mean, I think R.J. Barrett is good. I don't think he's anywhere as close to what John Morant is right now. I don't think he's living up to his draft stock. I mean, say. well, but here's comparably a- to I guess like because he was he was the fourth pick, right? The third, the third pick. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, well, I mean, I I get it. Like, it's is it still too early to tell? Still too early to tell. Because I mean, you have ja, you have Ja who's performing at a superstar level. When Zion was healthy, right? Zion mm-hmm. was putting up twenty seven and ten. Yeah. You know, for last season, last season it, he played fifty what fifty four, fifty seven games out of the 72 two game season, yep. and he was absolutely hooping. Yep. Um, you know, it's unfortunate that his you know this season is he's just been marred with injury and and, and you know the, we all know about the, the situation with his weight. Yep. But I so I think. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 me personally, I think when Zion gets his health stuff correct, I think he will still be the best player in that draft just because of the potential that he has. Right. Um, which says a lot because of how well Ja is playing right now. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's. I think. Um. I think. I think. Of. I mean, RJ, man, this is what I, what I always have to remind myself. He's only twenty one years old, man. Mm. Like he hasn't even reached. He hasn't even reached his prime prime yet. You know what I'm saying? Like his, he was he was one and done in Duke, right? Yeah, he was one and done. He was in and out. So I mean, of those dudes, of between him, Ja Morant, and Zion, I, I believe that he's the youngest. And I don't know. But it's looking like Ja is doing this thing. He's carrying his team right now. And that's more than what I can say for what the other two dudes are doing. Mm-hmm. So No, yeah. I got you, I got you. Yeah, you know I mean, and it's the you mean it's, it's going to be interesting to see like how the, how or if the Grizzlies continue to overperform like they've been doing, um, because that's what it is. It's really overperformance. Like they're they're doing a lot of overachieving right now. But which is a they, knock on them. Like yeah. I feel like people whenever people say like, oh yeah, this this team is overachieving, and they're like, oh wow, why are you snubbing them? It's like no, nah, like. I thought, the, I, I thought they were going to be a playoff team this year. I didn't think they were going to be second in the West. Yeah, I mean, they were a playoff team last year. I mean, you think <laughs> they about They beat stuff they beat, they, to get, job beat stuff to get, you know, into the playoffs. Yep, exactly. And shit, my team overachieved last year because you see what the Knicks are getting into right oh, now. Oh, yeah, it's not, it's not pretty at, uh, you know, what's it, 34th uh, I, Street right well, now. Well, listen, man, it's not pretty. It's also not ugly. I mean, what are we, we're 20 and 21? It's like, eh. This is basically what I thought they were going to be last season. Yeah. I mean, well, at this point and in the season, point, last, this, is what they this, were. this is what they were. <laughs> they just went on a crazy win streak last year. And then after that, that propelled them into, you know, the the, the, the four seed. The, yeah. the, four, the four seed, you know what I'm saying? But from what it looks like, and we're, we're, we're halfway through the season. Most teams are at 40, 41 games. So, I mean, we could really look and see, like, what's really, like, was going on with like the standings and stuff and like where everybody's at I know for sure right now and I think the biggest surprise in the well actually now you go you go first what would you say right now is your your biggest surprise in the NBA Chicago Bulls being in first place wow we're really always like always it's like we're always here just not in transition yeah just all right all right all right all right right. how many listen how many career assists do I do I have for you bro a lot a lot could have had two more It's the greed. It's the it is. Really- it is. It is the greed. I want double digit points. All right. I was stuck at nine forever. No, but um. But yeah. No. The Chicago Bulls. I mean, it's it's got to be the biggest surprise. Mm-hmm. There was like I know. I think when we started the the our we did we did our NBA preview. You know, two or three months ago, I had him as like you know a six seed. You know, I thought they'd be a playoff team, but they'd be in like the middle of the pack type thing. Yeah. I did not expect Demar Derozan to be having this type of impact. You knew Zach Levine was going to get his numbers, uh, especially when Patrick Williams went down. I thought, okay, their bench is probably screwed. Mm. They lost a, a pretty good big man, especially with Def behind Vucevic. Um, Caruso has been a godsend for them, even though he's been kind of marred with injuries and the pro- and the COVID protocols. Yeah, 
But how they've been able to just keep the ship together and just keep, reel off win after win, and not only just wins against bad teams, but they get they get wins against quality teams too. They've beaten the Nets twice already this season. Um, they're competitive in a lot of other games with with, with other contenders. So, yeah, I, th- I would say that the, the Chicago Bulls are definitely the biggest the biggest surprise, at least to me, on the season so right. far. Yeah, I mean, well, you kind of already said it. Um, definitely, definitely, definitely the Bulls. Yeah, that they, Demar Derozan, and you got to be happy for this man. Like in a short time, this man was really the main dude in Toronto. He went from being that to getting traded for somebody, having to watch his old team and one of his best homies fucking win a ring. You mean he's going? He's very open with like his mental health issues on top of his pops dying and shit, like. He's doing all of this and then comes to the Bulls and it's like he found a new beginning. So I think, honestly, to me, that is, um, you know, that's great. Like, mm-hmm. I, like, I, like, I'm very, like, content and I'm very happy for him about that. But that's, outside of that, you know what the biggest surprise to me about the NBA is yet? Mm. That Ben Simmons still has not seen the court yet. I thought by now, <laughs> I thought by now... He would he would have found his way onto a team somewhere. Rich Paul would have found a way to get him dealt, but he still hasn't played. And it's like, at what point? Like, you know, the Sixers. This is a report that they had the other day. They actually said, and and shout out to fucking Kuzma for for always being a fucking troll and funny as hell. That um the that they're willing to package Tobias Harris with um Ben Simmons. <laughs> and then <laughs> Kuzma said, "How the fuck you gonna package eighty million dollars?" <laughs> Cause this shit is true, bro. You know and saying with well, all the money that they fuck, they're, they're fuck, they're fucking making on the year. Like who who has a salary cap that can just uphold two of those players like that? I very distinctly remember getting jokes thrown at me because it was like, oh, who's gonna play first, Kyrie or Ben Simmons? Well, Kyrie's playing. He's playing tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I just saw the report today uh, that from from Watch it said Clutch Sports met with Sixers ownership mm-hmm. to discuss a future Ben Simmons, and they left the meeting in the same place that they started. Where it's he's no closer to playing for the Sixers, and the Sixers still want to get a top twenty-five player back in return. So at this point, it's it, the ball is in Daryl Morey's court. It's yeah. not, it's basically got to be Daryl Morey's got to either got to lower the at, at this point, it's just Daryl Morey's got to lower his expectations on what his return is. I mean, you got that's a lot of money for Ben Simmons, yeah. right? And there's no guarantee. And it was kind of the same situation when you started hearing the rumors about Kyrie being traded there's no guarantee that he's gonna play if the, if it is the, a mental health situation mm-hmm. there's no guarantee that if let's say he gets traded to like portland or something like that he's gonna want to play in portland now portland is on the hook mm-hmm. for the next three seasons paying this man millions of dollars it's so much fucking money that's a lot of money and then like the thing you said about packaging tobias i mean like geez that is a lot of money too and tobias has had a pretty rough stretch of the season yeah uh you know, and I'm kind of glad the Nets dodged that bullet because I mm-hmm. was, you know, at first when I didn't think it was possible they'd get KD and Kyrie, I was on the train of, all right, resign D'Lo and get, go get Tobias and free agencies. Easy but. money. Easy money. Yeah, man. But honestly, yeah. Uh, the fact that the fact that Ben Simmons still has not played yet is just like, wow. You know what I mean? Because we don't, why Why is Ben not playing? Like, like, it, like at this point, like... It's soft. I, yeah, I, it's crazy to me. Like it's crazy to me that you making all this bread. You know what I'm saying? Well, he's actually losing money by not playing, but you're willing to lose all this bread just because you scared of the fan base. Like, what does that tell you? Like that's what I'm saying. Like something else has. Like there's got to be something deep. I can't imagine it's just the fact of oh that the fan base is angry at him for blowing it. Like mm-hmm. 
it's, there's got like something else had to be, and I get it. Like like uh, Doc and Joel didn't really have his back in the post game pressers, mm-hmm. but even still, like if it just feels like something else. It can't be just as simple as this, right? Yep. Like it just feels like if he's willing to go through you know, being fined all these millions of dollars and not play. It had to have been something that either somebody in the media did or somebody in the sixth organization did right. that makes them feel like, all right, they really don't want me here and I'm not, I don't feel comfortable being in this situation or this environment. Yep. So I, I don't know where they go. It's a big game of chicken right now and everybody's losing. <laughs> uh, to say the least, of course. But, you know, it is what it is. You know, speaking of of the uh, Kyrie Irvings and the, and the and the Nets, they are in a bit of a slump right now. Yes, it is. It's not. It's not looking good over in the BK. It is not. You know, and you know, say what you want about Kyrie returning and things like that. It's it's, it's ironic because he returns for them to only play road games, and they have the best record road record in the NBA. They mm-hmm. just they. I mean, their loss, their recent loss to the Blazers was just their fourth loss on the road in the on the season. Mm-hmm. It's at home where they need him, but he can't play at home. But then they have a report. <laughs> now they got a report that's saying they, if, if, if you could just the Nets could just pay the fines hypothetically for him breaking mandates. Yeah, yeah I'm just saying. Which would be, I mean, I'm just saying, man. Honest, the, fan, is, the, fan, the fans will come, will come together collectively. I say, with all shit. ten Net fans will chip in forty dollars, <laughs> you know, and then Joe Side just covers the rest. But I mean, I look. I'd love to have Kyrie play home games. Like I'd, I'd love to go to Barclays and see him. But at the same time. I just think that is just a horrific look, optics wise for the team. You know they, 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 they. they, it's, they, de- they it's definitely bad optics. But honestly, if it came down to it, what's the niggas gonna say if they if they win a championship? No, no, it's it's, it's true. I, I I think that that we I said it before on the pod. You know, it's it's championship morals versus championship realities. Yes, you know, like you gotta pick and choose. All right, where's the line you're willing to cross, or how far is that line? Um with your moral stance and the fact that you want to get a championship. Like the Nets, we saw, they drew a line in the sand at the beginning of the season and said, Kyrie's not going to be a part-time player. Mm-hmm. Well, then, lo and behold, the Nets players are ironically going down to COVID, right? You need help, and you bring them back. You went back on your word. So now it's like, all right, well, if you l- allow him to play and it's just like, all right, we're just going to pay the fines, what type of message is that sending? You're basically sending the message like, the rules don't apply if you know how to dribble a basketball and shoot in in the hoop, but low key they don't. Low key they don't. They low key they low key they don't already. I mean, yeah, it's here's the thing. All right, so if it was you, if it if it was you, you know what I'm saying as the Nets organization, mm-hmm. knowing that you you paying whatever fines to have Kyrie play home games, would you do it? Me personally, yes. Oh yeah, but I just I I, I want to see Nets championship. That's no, no, me personally. Yeah, no, no, no. But I but personally though, like. Okay, like COVID, it is what it what it is because you know unvaccinated players they have to follow protocol regardless. If the Nets are willing to pay that because because of uh, because if the fine is in place, I don't th- I don't see anything wrong with it no, personally they, to they, me. They, like like, it, you, like you say that it like it's a bad look and it's it's morally like whatever. But why yeah. why isn't it? Why 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 why? Well, like explain to me why. I don't I don't why, I don't, it's, I don't, why it's what why it's why, a bad basketball. Why, 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 why not why it's a bad basketball? But why morally it's wrong? Like, I don't understand. Oh. Well, it's more. It's it. It just goes all against all the principles that the owner has kind of said. Oh, in place. you're going off of basically all oh, oh, because Joe like the, okay. Joe Sy is the one that's been very pro vax this whole time. Joe Sy is the reason why Kyrie was not a part time player for the begin with. Right. Like if it was up to we all know if it was up to Sean Marks, Kyrie would have been a part time player. Oh yeah. Like that. That the the 
the the the the word for Kyrie not to play was definitely mm-hmm. coming from ownership because he's so pro vax and it would be look dumb for him to be so pro vax and have an unvax player on his team. Right. This is Stephen Bondi, who was the one that reported it for the Daily News, um, mm-hmm. made a good point where it's like, yo, Kyrie has already been. He's already had COVID, so mm-hmm. he's got the antibodies. He's being tested regularly and has way more pr- restrictions and protocols than the 20,000 fans that pack Madison Square Garden and Barclays Center every single night, most of them maskless. Mm-hmm. So it's like, who do you really feel more comfortable with? And because he's only with his team, really, except for when he goes home, mm-hmm. you know, who do you really feel comfortable with sitting next to or being in the same vicinity with? Him or one of the 20,000 fans that you have no idea what they're doing in their regular life, but you're still sitting next to them eating a hot dog and drinking beer. This is true. So this is very true. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I feel like if it was me, I would I would take the fine. And, and I did if I do. And I feel like to me that just that I mean whatever y'all want to say about responsibility and like COVID protocols and shit, y'all know y'all niggas know what y'all be doing. You know what I'm saying? I, I, say, I, I know Vax people that have been hella reckless with this shit too. Yeah, like they're just like, all right, well, I got the vaccine, so I'm perfectly fine from yeah. anything. Like. And especially with the new variant and shit like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, whatever it is, what it is. Yeah, y'all feel y'all feel how y'all feel about it. But to me, it's just, you know, it is what it is. The nigga's not gonna this nigga's not gonna get in the vaccine. So from a as a from a business perspective, you wanna make the most out of the nigga that you're paying. Look, to it, me. Basketball's a business. And and a lot of these owners treat it as a business. Yeah. It would be bad for business if you did not make that extra, I guess, investment. Yeah. In having him play at home. Yep, because honestly, the Nets win a championship. Five years down the line, niggas not going to be like, oh, yeah, remember how Kyrie was a part-time player? Well, Nets fans will. Niggas are just going to be like, oh, yeah, Kyrie, he got two rings. You point to the banner and be like, I don't give a shit. Who cares? Like, like, listen, like, as do the, will, the, will the ends justify the means if they win a championship? Yes. That's the short answer. Mind you. Short and long answer, actually. Mind you, right? The amount of extra revenue that comes from Kyrie being able to play, right? That's more butts. Even though the Nets have done a pretty good job of attendance this season. Right. That's more butts in the seat for regular season games, mm-hmm. right? That's more butts in the seat for playoff games. And mind you, teams keep get generating revenue the further they go into the playoffs, yep. right? Like, your revenue stops. Once your season ends, your revenue stops. If you can go past the second round, the third round, in the finals, that's extra revenue. So you basically cover the cost mm-hmm. of the fine money you paid for Kyrie to play with maybe one or two extra playoff games. Less than, I don't even probably, know. Probably than, just regular season games. You probably than, make that up in merchandising sales. Yeah, and honestly, what's to call it? It's it also not like his his team doesn't want him there. His team wants him there. Yep. His team wants him to play. Like yep. because, because his team wants him to play, like, it, it, I feel like it's pretty unanimous. You know what I'm saying? Like, Dudes, dudes like fucking uh, Cam Thomas want want him there. Dudes like uh, what the fuck is this, the other dude's name that was that's really cool with him. Um, Nick Claxton, that's Nick his. Claxton. That, that's his DeAndre Bembry went to the same high school as Kyrie. That's what, yeah, he went to fucking um, St. Patrick's. Patrick's. Yep. Yeah, bro. So to me, it's no way that anybody on this on their on their team player wise is uncomfortable with him playing. If that if that if there was somebody that was that was against it, then I feel like honestly, that's something that would be that no, would we would have. But we would have heard about that. We would have. We would have. We would have. So I don't know. To me, they let the kids play. I would like to see the conspiracy theorist with the dribble package at Barclay Center at some point. Hey man, that's that's how that's how that's how it feel, feels to me, dog. That's that's all I that's really all I gotta say about it though. Just shit is crazy, but you know, what are we gonna do? Yeah. 
But uh, but let's see. Looking around the rest of the league. Oh yeah, let's actually uh, what's it called? I, w- I want to just since since we at the halfway point, we mm-hmm. can go through some some standings and shit real yes. quick. Yes. So on in the east side, mm-hmm. we have the Bulls at one, Nets at two, Miami at three. About what we expected, even though Jimmy and Bam both been hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, Bucks at four, mm-hmm. Sixers at five, which is you know this says a lot considering that they haven't had Ben Simmons. Uh, Cavs at Cavs at six, Hornets at seven, Raptors at eight, Wizards and Celtics nine and ten, and the Knicks right there tied with the Celtics at the, with the ten seed. Yeah, I yeah. mean the first five seem pretty. I think it was you could say expected. I mean outside of the Bulls, maybe. Yeah, you know I had them. Nah, in that, the Bulls definitely. No, but I, I had think, the Bulls yeah. in like that five six range. Yeah, but the top, let's say the top four, or so like you know the. the the Heat, the Nets, the Bucks, the Six, the Sixers—they're all in that area. Yeah. We all expected them to be up there at the top, you know, at the top of the East. Yeah. I think when you get lower is where the real surprises get. I mean, I did, nobody expected the Cavs. Mm-hmm. I think that would be—that's another one of my surprises there. And especially since they lost Ricky Rubio, they're yep. still being, you know. And they traded for Rondo though. Traded for Rondo. They had Evan Mobley go out with with COVID for a little bit. Yeah. Um, but they're 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 still chugging along over five hundred. Uh. The Wizards, I'm surprised, are kind of up there as well. Yeah. Charlotte, not too surprised. I thought they'd be, you know, in that play-in area. So the Celtics are the one team that have been disappointing to me. But I shouldn't, I shouldn't be too disappointed because I put way more stock into the fact that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown could carry this roster. Uh, but then you realize that this roster is absolutely atrocious. Like yeah. this is a this is a bad roster. Yeah, no, nah, they don't they don't they don't have anybody. And just for, for as much as we praise Danny Ainge on the on on, on here, we we got to give him. Well, now fucking now Brad Stevens. Now it's Brad Stevens' first year. Danny not Ainge really. actually went to Utah to be a consultant. Yeah, I know. But yeah, the, even so, this is still a team that what's you call it? That most of these niggas is dudes that fucking Danny Ainge brought in outside of the head coach. You know what I'm saying, but. Yeah, they just don't. They don't look good. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's very they're very underwhelming right now. I think the Knicks are going to finish a little bit better than where they at. Like I think they're going to have a better. I mean, shit, they're one game under 500 in their first 41 games, but I think they're going to have a better second second stretch. Are they? Is they the tenth seed? Yeah, the they're, they're so tied they, with so the Celtics. In the, so be in I don't the know how we're tied with the Celtics when we have a better head to head record with them. But I mean, whatever. It's fine. It's it's. Yeah. Is it same same? Well, what what's the winning percentage? Winning percentage is they're both point four eight eight. They're both twenty and twenty one. Uh mm-hmm. Yep. And then after the Knicks, the, the Hawks surprisingly like have haven't the, haven't been doing their thing this but year. But it's kind of the same thing as we saw last season when they got off to a slow start under Lloyd Pierce, where it's a lot they got hit with a lot of injuries mm-hmm. and they've dealt with injuries and COVID this yeah. season. So they I don't think they've really recovered yet. I mean, we'll see as the season goes on. Maybe after the all-star break is when they'll really hit their stride like they did last season. Maybe. But but yeah, no, not having a lot of guys having guys in and out of the lineup so much, especially key scores for them. Uh, it yeah. definitely hurt them because Trey, Trey missed time. Um, I know Collins missed time. Uh, Bogdan missed Bog, time. Yeah, Boyan missed 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 some time. Um, yeah, it's it's tough. Um, and that's gonna be that's gonna be bad because low key if they if they're at the twelve seed right now, like it's even though Trey Young definitely has All Star numbers, another for a fact. Will he be in, Will he be snubbed for the All Star again? Might be, because you think about it like this. The Bulls are going to have two All-Stars. The Nets are going to have two All-Stars. The Heat are going to have, have one. Might have three, honest. Like, imagine. <laughs> uh, they go, the Heat are going to have one. Bucks are going to have one. Sixers are going to have one. Cavs definitely going to have one. Hornets going to have one. Raptors, maybe. maybe. Wizards are going to have one. The Celtics may still have two. Knicks are going to have one. So with all of that. Who's going on the Knicks? Oh, Julius. 
Oh, it's what? Yeah, oh, Julius. This guy. You know what I'm saying? Julius, they go, they go show him love, man. I'm telling you, they fuck with Julius. You not, even know. Not Julius, no handle Randall. Oh, my God. <laughs> Julius gonna fuck with him. I'm, t- I'm telling I'm tell- uh, you, son. If Julius gets in, I swear I quit. That, well, I quit. Yeah, you gonna, you gonna quit. You know what I'm saying? Because I swear, because if he gets in, that means either Jared Allen or Evan Moby's getting snubbed. Like there's a there's a there's a there's a big man in the in in the uh in the east that's getting snubbed because of Julius Randle getting in. Well, and I'm I, not, I'm 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 not here for it, damn it. I, I'm here for it. I damn sure I'm here for it. Because remember, it's not it's it's just just front it's backcourt and frontcourt. Mm-hmm. It's so, not um it's not by position. Not yeah. by position, yo. And you figure right, Demar is classified as a. It's weird because Demar is classified as a guard when you look at the All Star voting. Oh yeah. Um, I mean that's probably and so yeah. is Levine. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, it's weird. They both have him as like shooting guards. Oh, that's gonna be tougher. That's gonna be very it's tough. Damn for... positionless basketball, man. Yeah, it's positionless basketball. <laughs> it's gonna be tough for the for the for for Trey Young to get in though, because you think about it. That's two guards right there. Nets the Harden. Nets have have Harden. After that, it's a little. It's gonna be a little bit. Lamelo might sneak in there. Lamelo, I think. I think Lamelo has to be an all star. He's been putting. He's he's been putting in crazy work. Darius Garland having Garland. a really good year. Yeah. Uh, Fred Van Vliet's having a great year. Yeah. And how? I don't know. And then the Raptors got a better record. Yeah. And and the, and the Hawks. I mean, I know that that. I think the only way Trey really gets in is fan vote because after that, the reserves are always picked by the coaches. Yeah. So yeah, I mean Lamelo is literally averaging nineteen seven and seven. That's tough, and they're the and they're the seventh seed. I don't know, man. Lamelo really the closest thing we got to J Kid in a while. Yeah, that's that's tough. Let me see. Like a better jumper. Let, let me see NBA All Star voting. This is the, so they released they, the the first. Yeah, the, the first wave was like a few days ago. Yeah. Mm, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Vote. Let me see. Current. I say, yeah, okay. So in the East right now, the backcourt, yeah, Demar is leading, and James Harden is right after. Mm-hmm. He's beating Trey Young by a little bit, but yeah, if Trey Young don't get that fan vote, that's gonna be that's gonna be tough. Kyrie's in sixth place with it. <laughs> I'm t- <laughs> oh man, Tell you man, I'm just look, I'm just, and you have all these people complaining about like, oh, if Kyrie gets in, it's an abon- it's a, it's a shame, it's a sham, and I'm like, all right, who, who, let us be honest. The also the also game means absolutely nothing. Yep. Right. Who do you would you rather see Fred Van Vliet in the also game or Kyrie Irving? <laughs> Let's be honest with ourselves here, people. You want to see some full court pressure, some good on ball defense, or do you want to see Hezzy Hezzy tween tween around the back? Hey, come on now, it's not <laughs> a hard, it's not a hard decision. Hezzy Hezzy tween tween. Oh my goodness! All right, anyhow, so back to so back so let's so on to the West now because the West is pretty interesting. Um, so let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. So right now in the Western Conference, right now we have the Suns. The Suns is the one. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, you could say it's a surprise. I mean, they made it to the finals last year. Fine, Devin Booker is definitely going to be an All Star. Maybe even Aiden. Um, I'm saying Aiden. Aiden just got back all out of protocols too. Yeah. Um, then Golden State, of course. The Jazz. The Jazz just always are just there. They're there. They're, 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 they're always top four. And every year, it's this is the Jet. This year's Jazz team is different. <laughs> I literally saw an article the other week that said, "No, no, seriously, guys, this team, this Jazz team is different." I'm like, yeah. I believe it when I see it. Listen, one year they might struggle. Then at four, as we previously mentioned, the Grizzlies. Then they actually have a pretty decent lead in front of the Mavericks. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Um, Yeah, they have like a six-game lead on the Mavericks. Yeah. That's tough. The Mavericks is next at five. Nuggets. Then they got the Lakers, Clippers, 
<laughs> without Paul George or, or Kawhi, Kawhi, which is crazy. Um, the T-Wolves and then the Trailblazers. Yeah, honestly, I don't think anything really matters um, after the... Who was before the T-Wolves? Uh, Clippers. Yeah, after the yeah after the Clippers, nothing else really matters. Mm-hmm. Like it, like they, we we know who the contenders are. We know who the like, yeah. No, the Clippers the Clippers being at eight is very interesting because once Paul George went down, I was thinking in my head like, all right, you know these guys are about to not be they putting the season away. They're putting the season away. But them being at five hundred, literally through forty two games, it tells me if they can hang on. And at least Paul's get, coming back. Yeah, he's coming back. But if they can hang on till March, April, Kawhi might come back too. Hey, Kawhi, if they if they can be around, that's a dangerous team to play as a seven or eight seed. Yeah, that's like no, very, that, like nobody would want, would want to play a, like a healthy Kawhi and a healthy, a healthy Paul George with the Clippers team that has been that's been playing 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 as well. Gotta give credit to uh, Ty Lue. I've yeah. always been a criticism of Ty Lue. I didn't think he was that good of a coach. I thought you know he was. Carried by, mm-hmm. you know, obviously LeBron and Cleveland, and then the star power of Kawhi and Paul George. And, he was. I don't think. Um, I, I don't think either mutually exclusive. But I mean, you got to give the credit to for this season, yeah. keeping them at five hundred. Uh, they've gotten some really good wins uh, in the past few weeks. They mm-hmm. beat the Nets, even though Ty Lue was in protocols. Then they beat the Nets in Brooklyn. They just made a, a twenty-five point comeback win at home against the Denver Nuggets. Yep. Shout out them for they had a two twenty-five money line live bet at the start of the fourth quarter. Yep. Uh, but yeah, no, it's Clippers. If the Clippers can hang around, is that eighth? Eight seed, you know, they, they will still be in the play-in, though. Uh, so that, that that might trip them up. But, I mean, having Paul George in the play-in, I feel confident that they could beat, you know, the Timberwolves, the Blazers. Yep. You know, basically teams that don't really matter at that's, this point. That's, that could be Especially the Blazers with um, the report that Dame is going to have surgery on the, on the— uh, On his abdomen. On yeah. the abdomen. So, and there's no timetable there, so— Yeah, we don't know when that's clipped. Back. Yeah. Which will open up a spot for another team in the in the West, which could be which could end up being the Spurs, who you know. I wouldn't mind seeing the Spurs as a team in the play-in. Spurs, they got some Kings, nice pieces and Pelicans. Yeah, it's looking rough. That, that's that's yeah. So we go we gonna see what happens with that man. It's, it's a good day. The West is not as dominant over the East as I think the East. I think the East might be like one through eight better than the uh, West right now. I, I think they are low key. Like, yeah, one through eight. Yeah, because they're the. They're, the eighth seed, the Clippers, is five hundred, and um, the eighth seed in the in the East is better than five hundred. Yeah. Like obviously, I think that the the two best teams in the league reside in the West, but as yeah. a whole, I would say you know one through eight or one through nine, the yep. East has it. But which is good to see. You know, it's it's been it's been a while since the East has been this competitive. It hasn't really seen this since like the early two thousands, where like the, when the Knicks and the Pacers and the you know the Nets were all competitive and things mm-hmm. like that. So and the Bulls. Back with Jordan, you know, towards the late nineties. So, yep, it's good, it's good. But I think that's it for basketball. Yeah, I think so too. Um, <coughs> and um, if that's a, if that's all we got for basketball, man, we can just really just jump right into football. Huzzah! Yeah, there's a lot that's going on. Um, the last time we spoke to y'all, I believe it was still it was like week sixteen. It was. Yeah, yeah, that was the last week. Mm-hmm. It was week sixteen, and now um, we go we going right into super, not regular, super wild card weekend. Damn right, and three days of playoff football. Yes, and playoff playoff football is the best kind of football, if you ask me. 
But um, before we even get into like our, our playoff preview, man, there's a lot of just shit going on in, in, in the league. And speaking of shit, um, the, the Giants really took one the other day in uh, releasing uh, our uh, old head coach, Joe Judge. And I mean, I want to just talk a little bit about it real quick, man. Damn, I can't believe we don't even have the... Oh, we don't even have the the, the berserk yeah. button working. Yeah, we don't have our, you no. know, yeah, you know what I'm saying? We were we going to decide- get one of the rare Miles rants. Yeah, you know, we, we decided to record up in Trap House Studios today. <laughs> so, you know, we... Uh, <laughs> Holla at your boy. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, so... The the Giants over the past ten years, it's been a, a very rough stretch. And honestly, I I really don't ha- never really had any complaints about this team, man. Because my childhood, my Giants were always good. You know what I'm saying? We won a Super Bowl when I was in sixth grade. You couldn't tell me anything. And then four years later, when I was in tenth grade, we won another one. And from that point on, I was like, yo, nothing could go wrong with my team. My team constantly good we got a hall of fame quarterback and yeah from that point on everything kind of went left um we're in our third coaching regime in six years um about to be about to be fourth coaching regime welcome because to the club welcome to the club oh, welcome squidward welcome squidward welcome squidward yeah man <laughs> and it, it, it's it's to me it's embarrassing and if i'm being quite honest with you guys I don't want Joe Judge to get fired. And it's not because I thought he was a bad coach. It's not that I thought he showed capability as a coach. It's just that we knew we were getting ourselves into hiring a rookie co- rookie head coach. And the press conferences were bad. The in-game decisions were not good. You know what I'm saying? But he didn't really have a lot of stuff working for him anyway. And I'm not here to defend Joe Judge because, honestly, he needed to get fired. And I'm very well aware of that. But did I want him to get fired? No. Because... What happened with Pat Shermer? Two years and was done. What happened with Ben McAdoo? Two years and was done. McAdoo. What happened with Joe Judge? Two years and guess right, he's done. <sighs> so I, I say all of this to say that I, I I am not a fan of history constantly repeating itself, and we may have held on to, to Dave Gettleman for too long. You know what I'm saying? That might be that might be part of it also, but to me. I just don't like to start, restart, start, restart because at some point, like it's just it's just tough to build anything when you don't when you don't when you don't have a foundation and when you not um, when you constantly just hitting the restart on on stuff. So my message to the Giants is: whenever y'all hire y'all general manager, and thank goodness they're actually looking outside of the organization to hire somebody, just make sure that this person hires the right coach. And let's make sure that we put the coach in the right position to succeed, whether that's with talent around him, good young talent around him, players that are able to stay on the field, and, you know, capable coordinators. Patrick Graham is a capable coordinator. Jason Garrett was not. You know what I'm saying? So now that we have this new regime here, I'm a little bit relieved as a fan because, you know, has been a rough couple of years, but we have to see. You know, I, I'm not really sold on anything until until things start to happen. But, yeah, I don't know if you have anything to say about that. But, Look, man, I feel your pain. I, I, as a Jets fan, I, <laughs> I, I deal with this a lot, uh, coaching turnover, coaching change. I mean, Adam Gase was here for two years. Two years. One year too long. One, two years too long, oh, to man, be honest. Yeah. Uh, before that, it was Todd Bowles, four years. Before him, Rex Ryan, four years. Before him, Eric Mangini, I believe four years. 
Like, yeah, so I, I get it. Like, there hasn't been a lot of stability within the Jets, too. And we, we change GMs like it's, you know, like we're changing bedsheets. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I'm happy that we have, you know, Joe Douglas and, and uh, what do you call it, Rob Salah. But, um, yeah, no, like it's, you, you can't build a sustainable franchise on quicksand. Like, mm-hmm. the, like you said about the, with the foundation, it's got to start from up top. And I think the Maras were a little bit too... Yeah, the Maras and the Tishes were just a little bit too not welcoming, but you just put a little bit too much faith into into Joe Judge. I don't know what he was telling them or what they were seeing that made them fall in love with him and stick with him. I mean, shit, we all stretch. saw we all saw that first press conference. We all we all as Giants, we got yo honestly. I, I, since it was two years ago, we got to go back and listen to what we were saying about it. What I was saying about it. I mean. It's at the. It's gotten to the point now where winning the press conference doesn't mean shit anymore. Yeah. Like, you, like if 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 the media tells you that a coach won the press conference, I feel like that's almost a bad sign. You know, I, like like uh, what is it? Um, the coach of the Lions, the oh, Dave, uh, uh, not, not not Dave Campbell, uh, um, not Dan Campbell, Dan, Dan Campbell. Campbell, like Dan Campbell. Like we saw, like he was excited. He fight. It was almost like his his was genuine. Mm-hmm. Right, like like Joe Judge came about it with the whole brass, like, oh yeah, I'm a football guy. We're gonna punch you in the mouth. We're gonna do all this stuff, and he had that video of he's diving on the floor. Well, I mean, the, Dan Campbell but, did say he was gonna try and bite some kneecaps off. He did, but look, the Lions through their play on the field yeah. looked more like a team that was biting kneecaps off. And granted, they did not have a good season win loss wise. But if yeah. you really look at the games, they lost a lot of close games. They could have easily had four or five, maybe even six. I mean, shoot, they tied a playoff team. They beat a playoff team. They There's lost more than to, what I can say about the Giants. Uh, what do you call it? They became a, a, a Justin Tucker historic field goal from winning a game. Yeah. All right. So th- there were there were quite a few. They uh, had a lot of heartbreaking. Uh, a lot of heartbreaking yeah. ones, and you could see it. You could see it in each press conference that, that that Dan Kim was like, like these guys deserve better. You know, it starts with me. I got to be better for them. But right. they're fighting. You know, yada yada. Whereas Joe Judge is like, I. You know, he was got, and he kept kept talking about like we're gonna be disciplined, all this other stuff. But how many how many giant games did we watch? Not just this year, but last year, where the Giants got costly penalties, and it was like just not even like a holding or defense pass interference, but like unsportsmanlike conduct. I mean, the biggest example was that that Monday night game against the Chiefs, mm-hmm. where what was it? The wide receiver got a first down, yeah. but but taunted so fifteen yards back, and then the drive ended up stalling. Yep. And that and we're and we're it, yeah. When it comes to us, one thing the Giants know how to do is stall on a fucking drive. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean it, it's good that the Giants. I I was very worried for you guys that you were gonna keep Judge because he's just not a guy that you should. And now you're kind of in a similar situation as the Jets um, because the, well, no, well in in this case let me let me bring it. Okay, okay. So the case of you have a new GM coming in. Yep. You have a new head coach coming in. Mm-hmm. You have a quarterback that you that was drafted by a previous administration yep. that it, you're going to have to decide whether you're going to pick up his option or not, mm-hmm. which is pretty similar to what the Jets were because obviously even though Joe Douglas had a year of Sam Darnold, right? Yep. When Rob Salah came in, that wasn't his guy. And then look, lo and behold, they traded Sam Darnold to the Panthers, right? Mm. So they basically cleaned house so that you can draft a quarterback that the head coach wants or the quarterback that the GM actually wants mm. because Sam Darnold wasn't Joe Douglas's guy. He was uh, uh, not 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 Tannenbaum, not Idzik, um, McCagnin's guy. McCagnin, yeah. So this I think is a good thing, and and how I see it similar for the Giants, where it's like, all right, now you have your new GM, your new coach. They can decide on the future of Danny Dimes, and if the coach and the GM feel that Danny Dimes is the future, 
then fine. Then you build your team around that. But if not, then you go another uh, another direction. And granted, this isn't the strongest draft class for quarterbacks, but hey, there are diamonds in the rough as we as we've seen. This is Russell, true. you know, Russell Wilson's, your Tom Brady's, your Dak Prescotts, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You don't have to have a top five pick wasted on a quarterback when you can also find some later on in the draft. Yeah, I mean, honestly, w- the reason why I say that we're in a different different spot than than the Jets, maybe at least at this point, is because I think the Jets once once again, in terms of records, not reflecting how team is played. I think that in the second half of the season, the Jets played teams a lot better. Like even though y'all ended up losing seventeen to the Bills, y'all kept that game relatively close going into the third, going into the fourth quarter. Um, you know what I'm saying y'all always y'all y'all were a, a Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying <laughs> comeback away from beating beating the Buccaneers. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all had a win against the Jaguars. Like y'all had y'all had games, y'all had opportunities where y'all could win. Just y'all are just a young team. Yeah. And a lot of the young dudes that y'all drafted in the past draft, you know what I'm saying, they were producing. This you is probably the greatest draft class I've ever seen from a Jets organization in like ever. Now I know that we've drafted, mm-hmm. that the Jets have drafted like Hall of Fame players, right? Mm-hmm. They, they had they had obviously they drafted Revis. But from top to bottom, this was arguably the best. You have Michael Carter. Both Michael Carters mm-hmm. are solid, right? Elijah Vera Tucker is going to be on the offensive line for a while. Um, who else did we draft? I mean, obviously, Zach Wilson. You know, he he, he showed some things, yep. you know. Zach Vick, as I called him after his uh, touchdown run. Yeah. Uh, so, no, this is this was a good draft class um, for the Jets. Uh but yeah, it's also started. T- they started the most rookies in the league. Yeah, uh, they were a team killed by COVID as well. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of a lot of moving parts with this Jets team. A lot of winnable games, you know. But at the end of the day, it was it was about Zach Wilson growing as a quarterback, and I think he definitely did. Yeah. Uh, from week one to now week seventeen, right. you just got to get pieces around him. Yeah, now. nah, for sure, definitely. And I mean, if we if we're being honest, to me, Zach Wilson, he looked better than how Trevor Lawrence did for majority of the year. And um, I, I think he's going to continue to improve. Next year, he's definitely going to sh- show. So- he needs to show signs that he's that he's gotten better. Yes. and you know what I'm saying. He needs to be. He needs to. He needs to get the offense a little bit. You know, more on on his timing. And mm-hmm. he, you know, it's just gonna. It, sometimes it just comes with time. And to be honest, um, with the Giants, I think us having like this fresh of a restart, it gives me a. It, it it's it's once again a little bit relieving because I think that with a with a new GM with a new head coach, I think we'll be finally be able to see, like, this is a make it, I said going into the season, this is a make it or break year for Daniel Jones. But since he's coming back next year, next year is also <laughs> a make it or break year for Daniel Jones. And there's no way that we're going to be this decimated with injuries again. I, like, like, to me, we've been decimated with injuries, especially on our offense, all season. So, to me, if with healthy Kadarius Tony. Healthy Kenny Galladay, healthy Saquon Barkley, healthy well Evan Ingram's probably not going to be there next year. But whoever, whoever, whoever the case, you know we we keep the, that we keep healthy. We keep <laughs> fucking um just not getting injured. I don't know. I think we'll be better. I think that'll really show who Daniel Jones really is. So it should be interesting. But um, just bouncing off of um, you know. It's crazy. None of our teams made the playoffs. Is it crazy though? Like, I mean, you know, the I'm Ra- used to this shit. Well, you know, our team's not making the playoffs. Yeah, but the Ravens also didn't make the playoffs, which yeah, is, I know. Back to back, I was bored in it. Yes, you know, I it's, didn't. It's, I didn't see the light of the playoffs until I was merely a man, and by then it was blinding. <laughs> 
I love the. Uh, oh my god! I, I love how that is going to be a, a prevailing theme in this episode. Yes, it, it really is. <laughs> Fucking. But uh, but yeah, but I mean, but then it, once once Lamar went down for the Ravens, though, I think we we figured we already penciled in that they well, weren't. Hey man, they Ty, were close. Ty, but... Tyler Huntley, man, he's 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 really good. I hope he gets an opportunity somewhere somehow. He deserves it. I mean, play play that good as a backup. Come on now, people's not doing that. People is just not doing that. But yeah, man, Super Wild Card Weekend's coming up. We got some great fucking matchups, man. Um, well, hold on. Everything we're missing some something. What do you? I mean, we got a few coaching uh, fires oh, around duh. the league too. Yeah, I'm over here being selfish, talking about my own team that I forgot about. Everybody else that right. got fired. I think the biggest one, definitely in my wait, wait, mind. Wait, wait, wait. Brian Flores. Brian Flores. Damn. Yeah. You see, y'all. I'm telling you, we we does this. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I, I thought that was I I thought that was an awful firing. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't wrap my head around it because yes, they started off poorly. They started off one and seven. Look how they finished the season. <laughs> I mean, they were in the playoffs basically if it wasn't for you know, other, other teams just winning, mm-hmm. you know, yes, they had a crucial, I was, it was a crucial loss in week 17 that kind of bumped them out. But even still, you know, also Brian Flores' record against Bill Belichick, four and two. Mm-hmm. How many other teams in the AFC East, let alone the AFC, can say they have a winning record? A winning record against Bill Belichick. Shit, a winning record against your old coach at that. Exactly. So I, I, I don't know. I thought this was a just kind of leads into the, you know, the trend of look, black coaches don't get a lot of opportunities as it is as NFL coaches, and then when they do, they have a way shorter leash than everybody else. Right, like, there's no reason why both Joe Judge and Brian Flores and Matt Nagy should be fired. Mm-hmm. Like, only like one of those guys should be should be employed, and it's a guy with the uh, melanin in his skin. Yeah. So, hey man, I think um, <laughs> it's, it's kind of wild thinking that um, the dude that had the best record out of all the teams this year, like, also got fired. You know what I'm saying, Joe Judge. I think it was time. Matt Nagy. I mean, whatever. He took the Bills to the playoffs a few years ago, but I mean, it, I, I don't think. Bears. The, oh, sorry, I said Bills. I meant to say Bears, yeah. Um, it was time. Mike Zimmer, I mean, that's a little bit of a different situation because the Vikings have actually had success under him. Mm. But, I mean, I don't know. It's well, they going to, like, what, what, two playoffs? Three. 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 Oh, three, three. They, had, they had a couple of 10-win seasons with him, which oh, yeah. is, you know, 10 with plus. With Kirk Cousins as their quarterback. With Kirk Cousins as their quarterback. With what the, What's the name of the other dude? Fuck. Um, Minneapolis Miracle. Oh, Stephon Diggs. No, no, no. Not Stephon. The quarterback. Case Keenum. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Case Keenum as your quarterback. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I don't know about the Mike Zimmer one. That's 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 tough. But I mean, you know, maybe they feel like it's just time. If you feel like it's time, then it's time. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's one of those where it's uh, they got the guy. I mean, because they got pieces. Yeah. Uh, in, in Minnesota, that's that's definitely so. Maybe you just need a fresh voice in the locker room. But yeah, I just don't understand why Brian Flores was fired. Uh, especially because he literally had his team in playoff contention when nobody expected the Dolphins to be there, um, mm. and not 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 for nothing, but he was kind of Tua Tagovailoa was kind of thrust upon him. Yeah. Like let's be honest, the Dolphins should have had Justin Herbert. Yep, but instead they went with Tua Tagovailoa, who they ended up benching at times for Jacoby Brissett. No, well, well, really for Ryan Fitzpatrick, but he was. What well, no, I'm talking about this year? Well, Tua was really hurt this year. That's the problem. Tua always hurt. Well, yeah, he was he was hurt. Like, he was and Tua like, can't throw further than twenty yards down the field. Well, hey, listen, um, you know, and and once again, you're making all valid points. And <laughs> they were still nine and eight this season. Yep. 
Back-to-back winning seasons for for Brian Flores, but I mean, I think he just had problems with the with the um, with the general manager, and yeah, that was that. Well, we'll see how the Dolphins fare with you know probably not a better coach because you know, but I don't I don't know unless you hire Eric Bieniemy, I don't know if there's a better coach on the market. Ah oh, man, that's tough. Well, I think I think Brian Flores will get another head coaching opportunity. I think Mike Zimmer will too if he wants it. It may just take some time. He might just have to be a coordinator for a little bit, but. Mm. I think Brian Flores immediately will get another opportunity. You know what I'm thinking? You, what do you think? Uh, do you think that Raiders job becomes open once you know once they lose in the playoffs? Or I mean, do they, you think they're just going to give it to the to they, the guy? They're, they're, now? They're, they should interview. I, I think they should hire. What's his name? Mike Mayock. I think is his name. What the Raiders? The the, the instrument coach. I don't think it's Mayock. What no, Mayock it? was the is the general manager. Oh, that's right? the general manager. Yeah. Uh, Raiders. Watch, I, I, coach. Oh, I thought you were gonna put up head coach. I bet Rick you. Rick Versace. Yeah, Rich Versace. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think he should. He's definitely should get an interview. Considering all things considered, with how their season went and the amount of controversy around them, they finished ten and seven. They did. You know and they won a win and get in game. Yeah. That well. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> yeah, man. Ah. Yeah. Talk, talk about that. Talk about that game. Some. That shit was crazy because they really could have just said, fuck it, you know, we just, you know. I mean, what is it? Carr said that uh, the head coach changed his mind when they, when, when the Brennan called the timeout. Why? I, I did not understand that. When they called that timeout, I'm like, why? Especially, why? especially when I look at the, they did the freeze frame of, they called timeout with like four seconds left on the play clock. Mm-hmm. The Raiders were still getting set. I was like, it was Renfro was still in motion. Like they weren't set to hike the ball mm-hmm. at that point. So either they were going to take the, the, uh, what do you call it? The five yard penalty delay of game, or they were just gonna quick snap run it. Right. I I I don't I don't know. Like you call a timeout, you give them another thirty seconds to game plan something when it ends up biting you in the butt because then they run it with Josh Jacobs. He gets what thirteen yards, puts him in field goal range. That's tough. That's very tough. That is that is a very Mike McCarthy like move <laughs> from uh, Staley. Yeah, but I mean, anyhow, the Raiders man. All things considered, them making the playoffs is great for them, and I'm happy. And shout I'm happy shout out them. Shout out Derek Carr. Yeah, I know he gets a lot of slack sometimes. For I don't know really know. I don't really know why, because I don't I, know what expectations people really hold him shit, to. I, I take Derek Carr as my quarterback, Bruh. <laughs> that's what I was saying when I was talking about it on the pod earlier this year when they said like, oh, it's, when one of the reporters said Zach Wilson's ceiling is a. Uh, is is Derek Carr? I'm like shit. I will take that. Shit, Derek Carr was an MVP candidate in his best season, and that was only like two or three seasons ago. So, yeah. look, he, Derek does what he has to do. Is it is it is it on the level of like a Justin Herbert or a Tom Brady or an Aaron Rodgers? No, but wow. he gets the job done. If you want to say game manager, fine, but he manages wins, and they're in the playoffs because of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Um, so just going off of the play, the playoff teams that are in the league mm. right now, so. Um. Actually, before we even do that, talk, I just want to. I just want to talk about one thing, man. Yeah. The Col- Indianapolis Colts, dog, have not won in Jacksonville since 2014. You know, I, that's actually a wild stat. That was that was one of the wildest things I ever saw. And what happened in week set week 18 when Indianapolis walked up in Jacksonville? Trevor Lawrence had his best game as a fucking rookie. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about this week for. Uh centuries because i mean the colts had it made perfectly all you had to do was go in win a game against a what three win or four win jacksonville jaguars team and you're in the playoffs all they had to do was just win shit there were two wins they had two wins two wins 
And you had to just go in there and win. You didn't have to do it pretty. You didn't have to. You just had to win the just game. Win the game by any means necessary. And what did you do? You didn't just lose. You got your ass kicked. Like that was not pretty at all. Yeah, that was bad. That was very bad. And honestly, to me, whew, that that yeah, that's that's crazy. It's like what a way to 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 end the season. It's like Jonathan Taylor had probably his worst game of the year. Carson Wentz obviously had his worst game of the season too. But. Yeah, the the cards just didn't just didn't fall, and you know it's crazy because the Steelers and Ravens they both had an opportunity to to make the playoffs, but 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 that was contingent on the Colts, like what whether like whatever the Colts did, mm-hmm. and the Colts losing that opened the door. It like the, the Steelers they needed a lot of help to get Steelers into that. Should get be in the playoffs right now, man. Well, like, this I mean, is this is this is this is what happens when you decide to take a timeout when you know. The other team got four seconds left on the play clock. It's it's a, it's a lot of shit going on, but once again, I, I got a shout out to the big the big new Mike Tomlin. Like shout out <laughs> shout out shout out to my boy. Fifteen winning seasons without without a losing one. Like that's so gangster, bro. So gangster. That really is. That's so gangster. We just love the black excellence, man. Like real real shout out to the big blood Tomlin. That's really my guy. He's mad under. Like it's crazy how underrated he is too. Like mm-hmm. he has a Super Bowl. He has he's been to two, right? He's been to he's been to two, yeah. He has a ring he has and a he's ring, yeah. and the one ring he lost to was to Aaron Rodgers. Yep. So Yeah. This shit's crazy. Shout out my dude Tomlin. But yeah, all right. Now let's get into some of some of these playoff rankings and these playoff matchups. So, as it stands right now, going into super wild card weekend, the Titans are the one seed, so they get the bye this week. The Chiefs are the two seed. Bills are the three, Bengals are the four, and the three wild card teams in order: Raiders, Patriots, and Steelers. And the, some of these matchups are going to be very interesting. Chiefs are going to play the Steelers, Patriots are going to play the Bills, and the Bengals are going to play the Raiders. I, I I like all three of those games really. To me, I think the the, the Chiefs are going to destroy the Raiders though. I mean, she's going to destroy the Steelers, but I, I like Bills and Patriots for the third time in Buffalo. Especially after what happened the last time they played when it was snowy and coldish and windy as shit. Mac Jones only threw three passes and they won. That's going to be a great one. And then you got Bengals and Raiders, which I believe is going to be a very high-scoring game, especially the way Joe Burrow's been playing these past few weeks. Yeah, I, I mean, I, that Steelers Chiefs game is going to be a slaughter. I, you, I, 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 I mean, we already saw, we literally saw it, what, three weeks ago? Or whatever, that Steelers uh, Chiefs game in Arrowhead. Like I, I, that, that 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 was bad. I am very excited to see Joe Burrow though mm. in the playoffs. Uh, I think this will be th- this will be cool. Him, Jamar Chase, all them boys. Got to hit the gat. Yep, hitting that gritty. You already know. Um, you know, I this is exci- this is exciting. Honestly, this is I've not been excited for playoffs like this in a while, especially because my team's not in it. But no, this is super. This super. Uh, Wild card weekend is definitely gonna be fun. Yeah, shit. My team is never in it, so it's like this is this is like nothing. This is like nothing to me. Um, and then in the NFC, we got the Packers as the one, so they have the bye. Then we have the Buccaneers, Cowboys, Rams, Cardinals, 49ers, Eagles. So the Bucks are gonna play the Eagles, 49ers are gonna play the Cowboys, and the Rams are gonna play the Cardinals. I have no shame in saying I'm putting money on the Niners money line. That's tough. I'm not I, have, I have no shame because we all see, we all know how the Cowboys be in the playoffs. We see it time and time again. How these niggas be folding. 
and how they got lucky because the Lions should have had a playoff win over them years ago. Mm-hmm. All right, maybe not the money line, but I might take spread if the spread is reasonable. If the spread, if they got the spread at like four and a half, I take. I'll I'm take taking the Niners that. four and a half. I'm taking my Niners four and a half. I take the Niners four. Four star Jimmy got to come through for me. Debo got to come through for me. I don't like these games, man. Not as much as I like the AFC games. I think the Buccaneers are going to destroy the Eagles. Tom Brady's trying to get it back. In I blood. don't know. I mean, the, the, the game early this season, twenty eight, twenty two. I think it was. I'm gonna tell you this. Tom Brady, yo, <laughs> he getting back in blood. Yo, he 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 remembers the storm, man. He remember the North remembers. He remembers, man. I'm telling you, I'm telling you now. And yo, shout out first and foremost. I I, I will never give the, the the Eagles credit, but speaking objectively, shout out Nick Sirianni. And this oh. was another reason why po- why um that um the the hiring pre- press conferences don't matter. We was clowning this man. We were. And, and look at him; he's in the playoffs. He also got to credit the uh, the big dog himself. You know, the one that sticks his uh, tongue and eats uh, air vagina. Oh yeah, uh, Jalen Hurts. Yes. Uh yeah. Yeah. Yes, sticks his tongue out and eats, and I quote, "air vagina." Vajayj. <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm just saying, like he's du- he's he stuck his tongue out quite a few times on on play on a uh, touchdown. Does that excite you? That does not excite me. It might excite other people in the yeah, building. I, I believe that. But so I'm just, you, I'm just pointing bring, it out. You, you bringing it up in the graphic way in, you, in which you did, I feel like it excites you a I just bit. remember That's... last season when the one uh, NFL re- or the run reporter didn't know what the, uh, when he held up the uh, the Q dog, uh, what do you call it? The yeah. hand gesture. Yeah. He's like, oh, I, I love this new like celebration. <laughs> from yo, son. It's like, it's like anything Greek related, man. It just be in the fucking, it, yo, it's just so funny for people, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, this Rams Cardinals game, I think that's gonna be a real good I'm one. I'm scared of that. One. I, 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 if if I were a betting man, I would bet the Rams outright. If you hate money, bet Rams, uh, Rams Cardinals. Yeah, because I, I have no idea who the hell is gonna win this. Yeah, to be honest, but I mean, the Rams are at home. You know, the game in California. You know what I'm saying, mass, like they have a lot of expectations. Man, I got, I, I gotta go. I gotta go with the Rams. This is only Matt Stafford's second playoff game, I think. Isn't that crazy? Well, he should have had more, but, you know, he got robbed I mean, yeah, against right. the Cowboys. Well, he did, well, he did yeah. He definitely would have got another one, but, uh, yeah. So This is, and it's, you know what's interesting about this? This is in um, Los Angeles. Wasn't last year, Week 17, the Cardinals needed to win to get into the playoffs? I think so. And that was when Kyler was trying to play, but he was hurt? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then he was all fucked up. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Man, it was very, very interesting now that yeah. the, uh, the Rams kept the... Cardinals out of the playoffs last season and now wild card matchup. What I'm more interested for, depending on well, actually this wouldn't happen if the 49ers win. Um yeah, it wouldn't happen if the Speaking 49ers of which, win. yo, three NFC West teams. Yeah. Look at that. It's regular. Are they, the strong, are they the strongest conference? But we knew, but we knew this we knew though. This, we knew we knew the NFC we West was the best was the best conference. Now we now we may have thought that it was gonna be the Seahawks and not the 49ers. Yes. But yeah, they they they're all they're all really good teams. So now, assuming that now, assuming that the, four, the like all the favorites win, like one the the two, three, and four seeds win, mm-hmm. that means that the Rams would play in Lambeau next week. Now that's a game that I think would be very, very interesting, because especially considering the the Packers' record as home favorites in the past in the past few years. You know what I'm saying? They've been very shaky at, like, you know what I'm saying? This is, like, the third or fourth time they've been the one seed in the past, like, five, six years. And they have, I don't know, man. I would. Tr- I mean, I would trust Aaron Rodgers and the Packers more than I would trust Matt Stafford. 
not only on the road, but in the cold. I mean, because granted, yeah, Stafford plays in Detroit, but they play in a dome. Yeah. So I would love to see, like, what's Matt Stafford's record in December in cold weather or, you know, December or January in cold weather this environments. Is true. He is a California man with a California plan. Mm-hmm. That's tough. But yeah, man, I'm excited for all of these games. We got six, man. It's this is gonna this is gonna be so Saturday, great. Sunday, and Monday. Saturday, I mean, Sunday, just... and Monday for the football, man. That's great. You know, it, I, we give Roger Goodell a lot of slack as as we should because he he's he's bad. <laughs> but he's this bad. is this was his one good good idea. Yeah, this is this a- was... extra playoff team, extra week of football. Because the extra week of football wasn't just a revenue grab; it actually meant something. And we got arguably the best game of the season as the last game of the season. Yep, exactly. Um, yeah, and there was a lot of games that, ha- you know, it wasn't like most of these games were throwaways. A lot of these games had playoff implications. Like, the, I don't know if you, like, tuned into the Titans game at all, but that was a game they came very close to losing to the Texans. Because if they lost, they wouldn't have had the, the bye. That was for they them would, to get they the bye, would, right? That was for them to get the bye. Then yeah. the Chiefs would have got it. But honestly— uh, Yeah, the, the Bills uh, game and the Patriots game, that was to, to decide who won the AFC East. Yeah, mm-hmm. No, 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 the... Right? Oh, no. yeah, it was, yeah. it was, it was, it was. Because they were yeah. both 10 in... Were yeah. they, like, both 10 in something? Well, they well they both were a game around each other, basically. Yeah. Uh, you know oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, So they were... So if the Bills had lost... The they, the Patriots would have tied them in record, but yeah. would have been with the NFCs because they have the tiebreak i don't know if they have the tiebreak but the bills have the better division record anyways but well, they had they would be what a, long story yeah, short yeah. it was a game that they had to win just to cl- just yeah. to clinch it whatever fine you know the but uh you look at you look at teams man that have a potential to like up, upset and like make it to the super bowl I, I like both of these four seeds man like i like the rams in the nfc and the Bengals in the afc man like Bengals have to play who in the first round in the first round they would have to play oh the first round they have to play the raiders i think that's a tougher game than them playing the titans to me mm. you know what uh i like the Bengals in that one yeah i do and i what's the path for the Bengals though if they were to get past Okay, so hypothetically, if the if if the two, three, and four teams win, they would have to play the one seed the following week. Then they would have to play the Titans. Then if they beat the Titans, they would have to play the winner of Chiefs and whoever, or Bills and whoever. So they're basically gonna have to either go past the Ra- any combination of the Raiders, Chiefs, Titans, or Bills. Mm-hmm. Oof, that's brutal. That's tough, but I mean, you know, to me, I feel like the Chiefs were were playing the best football in the AFC, and they went toe to toe with them niggas. They did. You know what I'm saying? Granted, I don't think Jamar Chase is going to go for 203 touchdowns again. And that game's going to be an arrowhead instead of Cincinnati. Instead of Cincinnati, right. Mm -hmm. That's that's another big thing. Mm. Yes, indeed. Ah, God, it's going to be so great. Ah, man. I'm so mad I have stuff to do on Saturday. I have stuff to do on Saturday, too. But Sunday, Sunday, I'm parking my ass. Sunday, we locked in. Monday, we locked in. Monday, we locked in. Yeah, we we, 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 we big locked in. I'm going to be so sick if we have a game on Monday night. Nah, if we have oh, nah. if we have a game Monday night, I'm not. I, I'm gonna be like, ah. nah, nah, nah. I gotta, I got. We, we, it's, 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 we in the crunch, man. We gotta play. We got, <laughs> we gotta play. That's, that's the Rams and Cardinals game, though. Oh, that's gonna be the best oh, that, one. Well, not gonna, the best one, but it's gonna well, be very oh, good. Yeah, let me read the slate for you. So Saturday, Saturday, we have at four thirty. We got the 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 Ra- Oh man, I want to see this game. We got the Raiders at Bengals. That's a good. That's a good game to start. And then we have the we got. Patriots at Bills at night. That's going to be another good one. Then Sunday, the 1 o'clock, Philly-Tampa. I mean, yeah, Philly-Tampa. Then we got 
San Fran, Dallas. Mm. Then we got KC. We, then we got Pitt, KC. And then Martin Luther King Day. No, so it's not going to be on Monday because Monday is Martin Luther King Day. I doubt they would do do the games on Monday. And they have uh, Cardinal, Cardinals Rams. So it's going to be interesting, bro. Can you believe that they only set uh, Hunter Renfro's uh, yards on Sunday at 62 and a half? Really? Yeah. Oh, that's easy. And it didn't hit. It but he it. had two touchdowns. But he had two touchdowns, damn. He had, two, I think it was like three catches, 13 yards for two touchdowns. Yeah, shout out shout out to Hunter Renfro, man. That's a touchdown machine. Yeah, that, yeah. That's that, a touchdown yeah, machine. Man. I'm glad he, I, I have him on my team. Yeah, shout out shout out Renfro, man. He he had a great year. I think he finished with, let me see, I'm going to read it exactly. I hope he, yeah, he had 1,000 yards and then he had nine touchdowns. Like, that's, and 103 receptions. Good for him. Good for that, man. Um, Yo, who's your MVP? Aaron Rodgers. Oh, man. It's gotta be. I think it's gotta be here. I don't care if he's a jerk. I, I mean, I do care if he's a jerk. <laughs> you think he's a jerk? You, you, you uh, he's, probably, uh, he's, he's probably an ass. He's probably a huge asshole, especially the way he's been going on, like the the McAfee show, and like the way he like talks to you in like a condescending tone. Of course, this nigga's an asshole. Mm. But that asshole can throw the ball. Damn it, you know. Mm-hmm. So it is what it is. This man, these niggas know what I'm gonna say, bro. They just know who I'm rocking with, man. See, I'll press the fucking button. Since, since I know it hasn't been changed, but you know, once again, we in Rockefeller Studios right now, and it's uh, yeah, it's not working. But yeah, that that forty four year old down in Tampa, man, like you, you can't you can't knock him, man. You you can't, and it's crazy because like I I still don't think he's going. I think he's coming back for another season next year, and if he does, like this is just this is just insane. Finishing this year, fifty three hundred yards, forty three touchdowns, twelve interceptions. Come on now, this guy, like this man, is mean, bro. This man is mean. Like to me, I, I don't. Like yeah, Aaron Rodgers, I, I, I could see it if he wins it again. But this man, Brady, bro. Look, man. Look, if Brady uh, that had a better record, yeah, maybe. I, I give it to Aaron Rodgers more so because the record one does game. play. One game. That's a crazy hey, like bro. that's 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 the craziest part. It's one to like they're one game. Like it feels like all right, the Packers are the one seed and like, you know, by like a couple games, like three, four games, all right, cool. But they're really only like yeah, it matters. It matters. Thirteen and four, twelve and five. <sighs> I don't know. That's tough. That's tough for me, honestly. I I, I don't know. I mean, like, I, think, like, I think it comes down between those two, though. I don't think there's anybody else in the. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a quarterback award. You know, then they're they're gonna give it to quarterback. But honestly, I I would rather them give it to Brady. I, I think, especially him doing what he's doing at 44 years old, it, it, and and especially since Godwin got hurt, Fournette got hurt, and these niggas have been playing well. Like they're playing with uh, with fucking receivers that haven't even played college football. You know what I'm saying? This is dudes that playing football for the first time in their professional life. <laughs> like, come on. He's a fucking track star. This is nuts. I don't know. I don't know, man. I got nothing else. I've said all I've said. I've said all I need to say about the footballs and the playoffs. Yeah. Um, how are we doing this? Like, like do are, are we how are we doing our uh thing like no i mean i already have the fun i already have the standing i was gonna say like so we basically basically just did 17 weeks yeah well we just did the weeks that we was here because of the the last two weeks of the season we weren't here all right at at that point john was only two two games from catching me but you know we yeah i can't we can't go go back and repick the games this is true so yeah, that's it. We're we done. could. I mean, we just do coin tosses. All right, <laughs> we'll pick some games. All right, if if it's heads, you get the Bengals, and oh, if it's tails, you get the Chiefs. Oh my god! 
Here but, you go with the but, shit. All right, so what's the final? Did you tally up the final thing? Yeah, I, I tallied it up. So I came in first. Mm-hmm. John came in second. Mm-hmm. You came in third. Mm-hmm. And you came in fourth because Matt coming in fourth doesn't really mean that he came in fourth. It just means that. <laughs> no, that's not fair now. Matt, yeah. Matt's been here a year now. It just means I came last. Yeah. So I win. Ayo. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ayo is correct. He has the most stamina. Um, <laughs> no, no. Matt's been here a year. He knows football things now. <laughs> so I'm just trying to be good and make excuses for Matt. So, yes, I win primetime picks. And as my reward, I opt to not get put through a chair. That's <laughs> crazy. Not get, not this was his plan all Wow. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Matt, Matt, is, Matt is privy to the game. <laughs> the deviousness yeah, of it all. See? So it's fine. I don't even want to put nothing out through a table. I just don't want to get put through one. Haha, ha. but Justin. No, but that means if he's gonna if he's gonna implement that power to not get put through a table, that means it's nulling my uh, punishment. Then no, it's not. It does. Yeah, you, either we no. both get put through a table or neither of us do. No, 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 no. Either no, we no. both get put through a table or neither of us do. <laughs> All right. Well, guess what? Yeah, we'll get put through a table after you do your comedy routine. <laughs> Oh, yeah, so Justin came in last in our fantasy football league, Matt, so that means that he has to, uh, you know, perform some of the stand-up and coonery, you know what I'm saying? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, so I'm very... I'm very well, we have to find a, a place that, that does, um, what you call open it? Mics. Yeah, open mics. Um, Is there, like, a time alert? I for know like... a place that does open mics for comedy. Oh, you do, Matt? Uh, Is it in the city? Oh, I'm not traveling well, to the it's city. It's actually uh, some dude in Long Island that does, like events all over the place ah, right. one of the things that he does is open mics for musicians and comedians mm. so interesting we um, can we can make it happen are there like time limits on these things or are you just like yeah usually yeah man just go up just go just go up there and just do your best stuff damn what is my best stuff <laughs> you know it's your best my best stuff, stuff but the thing is like, i feel like my best stuff comes within like just talking with people like having conversations and things like that like off the cuff I don't know if I can really do that. I mean, maybe, but then it's like, even if there's some of the things I could do, I don't know if a lot of people would get it. Like what? All right. So like if I made a basketball joke, right? About, so like Enos Cantor put up a a picture with him staring down, uh, his basketball jersey with him staring down with the, with the, the Chinese flag in the background. And it's it's a, and it's a tank almost uh, symbolic of the, um, the Tiananmen Square shit. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, well, damn, you know, I guess Enos Kanter can be, can be big and bad. Hopefully that tank isn't a uh, pick and roll coverage. Like, it's funny because it's basketball shit. See, Miles <laughs> is laughing. But you really wouldn't get it because you don't know that Enos Kanter sucks in pick and roll defense. Yeah, man, you just got to go. <laughs> very, go. very niche comedy. Yes, that's all <laughs> I have. What am I going to say? What am I going to talk about? My, 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 my crippling hentai addiction? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. You might have to fuck with it. <laughs> Hey, man. Uh, I don't know. I, honestly, I, I'm, I'm not to say I'm excited, but I, I wouldn't mind doing it because it'd be fine. I mean, I don't care if people if people don't like the jokes. I don't care the shit. Like, I'm not. I'm, this is not the career path I want to do. This I'm just, just doing this. This is just something that. It's just, just something I have to do. So, but I, you know, when I, whenever that comes to fruition, I mean, it can go one of two ways. You're gonna bomb, or you're gonna discover your new career. Yep. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. How are we supposed to transition to this? John already transitioned, right? I I don't know. Um, that that's all we have for sports. That's I think that's we, I think that's all we have for sports. All right, let's, and I think uh, that's all we have for comedy too. <laughs> so it is what it is. Yeah. On to, on to the next topic, on right? On to the next one. Oh man! So the Great Pretender. Anime titties, anime titties, big round things. Won't you put them in my face with them anime titties, anime titties? <laughs> yeah, that. Um. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I'm not going to go through episode by episode, but all I'm really going to say is um, there was definitely a roller coaster of emotions going through in there, especially mm-hmm. for me, because I had to watch six episodes to finish. Um, shit was good. Like, it was very flash emotion to start out. Like, I really enjoyed it. I think um, it's a good intro one, especially on how dark season two was. Yep. Like, as the series as a whole was really enjoyable. I, I don't know how many people know of it. I think it's, and since it is a Netflix one, it's a lot more accessible. Mm-hmm. But, um... No nah, man, I mean, I, the couple things that you have is like, I was like, what, what is this gonna be? And like, just how for Oz to go through with that much planning at the cost that he paid for this <laughs> to like plan the whole shit, like it was tough. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, at one point I was like, damn, is Edamora too far gone? Yeah, you know what I mean? Because they they were foreshadowing a lot. I was like, is it gonna be a double fake out? Like, when, w- what's happening? Yeah, nah. You talking about when they um when when they go da- going down and they in the fucking uh the room. Yeah, I mean, in episode seven, they all, yeah. and f- first, I was like, they're foreshadowing, like, that he's too far gone. They were like, damn, you know, he might be getting too caught up in it. He starts, like, realizing that the, um, the, whatever the fuck the mob lady's name was, was looking at him like a son, and he was like, you know, the relationship with his mom he didn't have and all mm-hmm. that shit. So I was like, is he too far gone? And I'm out here, and I'm like, fuck that bitch. And then I was like, wait a minute, he might be going full scorched earth out yep. here in episode eight. Like, he might have lost his damn mind. This nigga, this nigga lost his shit. Yeah. Also, like, the symbolism at the end there of his two father figures whooping his ass. Like, that shit was great. It's hilarious. Like, there's out here was like, listen, listen here, young blood. He shouldn't. That's why you don't let niggas get close to you. Yeah. We, we just got to, if you're going to do it, you just got to do it. But, you know, this is, we all, we all know what the fuck really was going on. Also, I have in my notes episode eight when Edamura goes rogue and everyone's like, yo, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I have, this is what Naruto should have been. Because Naruto should have been the villain. Naruto should have been the villain? Yeah, absolutely Naruto should have been the villain. Mm, interesting, interesting. Fuck the third. This is a Saratobi Sports Bob. We ain't talking about Haruzan. We talking about the ones from before. We're going to talk about As- Asuma um, and Konohamaru. I'm just saying, the second the second Hokage was right. <laughs> I've been said this on this pod many a time. The second Hokage was right. Wait, about what exactly? Everything. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> he said, that nigga ain't miss. <laughs> That nigga kept it a stack. That was it. I'm telling you, we got to get these damn Uchiha's out of here. <laughs> so we definitely got to get the shoe boys back on. Talk about them being the true children of Konoha. Yeah, uh-huh. I bet they are. With their big <laughs> Uchiha lips. <laughs> and them bulging red eyes. Oh, my God. Big lips, big eyes, big <laughs> nose. Uh. They, they just be seeing things with those Big eyes. The big Don't trust them Uchiha over there. Land the Uchiha essence. And then I really will say, though, that we, we knew there was a bigger plan, but them, them dro- leaving them on an island was the wildest fucking twist. Nah, them niggas was gangster. Like, that. that was that was a twist I was not expecting. They be getting so much use out of their island. For them to, I was like, saying, I was like, yeah, don't nah, tell me this. But I was like, did they drop her off on her island? But it wouldn't have been her island because they dead ass just left them on fucking Yeah, it was just a random ass <laughs> island. random, like, they went, hmm, how do we not kill them? Like, it's like how do we kill them without killing them? Why don't we just leave them motherfuckers stranded so they can never get back? Yeah, and they left rations and stuff like that. So. Bro. Like that shit is crazy. I'm just confused. Like, how long did it take for them to build a mock? That's what I'm wondering too. I mean, I know they didn't actually build a whole entire skyscraper, but they built <laughs> they built it pretty high up. A pretty high up. That shit was a mock skyscraper, bro. Yeah, that but clearly was... that shit wasn't there. There was tons of OSHA violations because it collapsed there then. <laughs> yeah, they. <laughs> yeah, 
actually. But like I was the island shit was like I thought it was gonna be whatever. They built a fake room, I got it. We're mm-hmm. we're all good on that. But for them to open the door and it just be on an island. No, that was hilarious. Like, I thought they what? were just on the I thought they were just on like the beach of something and it was like, oh, they just went through like a storage Dude, I thought they storm drain or door. something like that. Yeah, like <laughs> Now that was that was that was impressive. I'm not gonna lie. But yeah. how many months did it take for them to do that? Because mind you, they probably have to boat over the materials. Well, I mean, my son was like deep that. in there. Like he was there for a long time. That's what she said. Um, full mast. Full mast. Full fucking mast. But um, yeah, no, that was that was that was intense. That was insane. I loved how I didn't get at the time when they said like they were doing the repainting. I didn't get like why that was important, mm-hmm. but then you realize so why it's important. Like, oh, okay, fake room. It was like no fake building. Fake building. Yeah, them niggas they violated. It was like why would the shooting stop? <laughs> well, they they all it. they all got the fuck up out of there way too fast though. Them niggas fucking cut. Cut it. Cut like it a, like a fucking onion. Hey, it's kind of unbelievable. Yeah, man. Did you guys know that 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 what's her face was gonna be okay? Who? Uh, uh, Abby. Abby. When oh. she got shot, I feel like that. Man, that well, felt a little it, well, too predictable, bro, but but like this is what I'm saying. Know, it's like once we went through the the first flashback with um Edamura's pops, and like they kind of had like mm-hmm. a crazy ass game. Yeah. I was like, yeah, nah. When niggas die, they're not really dead in this shit. Because her saying? death was basically the exact same as Dorothy's. Yeah, yeah that shit was. Tough, and so I'm though, like, bro. okay, so if this is the exact same, there's no way they're gonna have. The two black characters die the exact same way. It's like, I, I don't gotta, know, man. I mean, I know that. I, I'm obviously, I don't think they're thinking like that. But at the same time, like this feels kind of suspicious that they both die mm-hmm. at the exact same way, being shot into the ocean. It's like, nah, nah, nah. But the fact that they had a uh, what was the old old woman? They had her on scuba patrol oh, and yeah. just scooped them up. That was yo. Tough. She the OG. I forgot her name too. She said she getting too old for this shit. Uh, she's kind of a G. Uh, because kind of, she, kind of, bro. She, it's, it's, she, she's the definition she, of OG. She's funny because she has a lot of one-liners that kind of go over your head at the time. And then you think back, you're like, "Oh, that's kind of funny." Like after they did the, after they, you know, finished the con or whatever, and it's just her and uh, the small guy that was Edamora's partner, Kudo, mm-hmm. Kudo yeah, right? Kuro. Kuro, and he's there, and they're they're drinking, and he's crying Kuro, because yeah. you know he can't see his daughter and shit like that mm-hmm. because the wife, you know, took custody, mm-hmm. and she just. <laughs> Pats him on the shoulder and says, you know what? You just got to let it go. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> Yo, my other thing with her with all these flashbacks is, um, remember how they were like, in her younger days, she used to be the greatest con woman in Japan, but she was still old in the flashback. Yes. So how long ago was she the greatest con woman in Japan? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga said it. It was probably at the time where she was probably skinny. I don't know. But when was that? Yeah, was right. she ever? That shit wasn't even like, in existence. There's a character in uh, One Piece that is like, oh, back in the day, she's like, you know, people don't know how to handle the charms of a mature woman. And it's like, because she's like big now and like older and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So she next said all the younger. She's like, yeah, young women. Yeah, you look good now, but you don't got, you don't got womanly charm or whatever. <laughs> So everyone like younger in the show is just like this. This shit is gross. Like, what the fuck is this? Mm. But then when she actually gets around older men, they're like, "Oh my god!" And then, but whenever they show flashbacks, like she was like a ting back in the day. So mm. it's it's just wild for them to show the flashback and her just being like, "Yeah, nah, yeah. like I'm that, still old here." That's the thing. They they keep their uh, skills as they as they mature. They get new skills. They she be telling trying to tell the young ones like you know you don't know nothing about the Gawk Gawk three thousands. You know, <laughs> you gotta upgrade said, your I, packages. Nigga said I. <laughs> You gotta like, plug in, get the new update. Look, I'm telling you, look, <laughs> look. All like I know I said, is I knew about the guck guck before. Give me saying before computers even exist. All I know is Joe Scott has probably never had an unsatisfied man. <laughs> never leave her bedroom. Never like 
Never. I'm surprised, honestly, she doesn't have a bunch of stalkers. Can't stop. Won't she, stop. She, she, how, she, how you she, figure she doesn't? She, there you go. You right. You right. Because she just seemed like the type where, you know what? I'm dropping everything. Phone bill, I got you. New car, yeah, I got you. I needs it. Can't stop. Won't stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But, but you yeah, know, I thought one of the coolest things about the the episode um, when they're in the room doing the negotiations and Edamora is actually going off the rails yeah. is yeah. when, um, what do you call it? Laurent notices the the fucking uh, the blood, blood pack, pack, the the blood blood pack yeah. in his shit. Was it wait? Was it Laurent or was it uh, his dad? I think it was his dad because his dad was the one that actually sliced him. Mm-hmm. Um, so if his dad sliced him, then it might, and then it was Laurent mm-hmm. because and then Laurent and the, the the dad literally had like that no speaks like synergy. That like they looked at each other and was nigga, like, "Oh yeah." That nigga smelled the con, bro. They smelled that shit. Damn. Yep. That smell like bitch in here. That's, 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 that's veteran. That's veteran leadership right there. Facts, bro. They were like, that's "Yo, intangibles. I got him." Yep. And those are the intangibles, like, man. That's that's one of those you know the old head at the gym that been around the way. He knows. Yep. He knows exactly where that third rotation is coming from. Yep. So, damn, that was great. Kind of low key. I I know it's not. I know it's bad to say feel bad for the old woman because obviously she's a bad person for doing the 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 child trafficking and stuff. But like. You know, they kind of humanized her in the the last few episodes. Especially that's a good aspect of a show too. Yeah, especially when they um, when you find out that the tie that uh, she gave Edamora was her son's tie. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was I thought that was pretty unique. Um, and it's like you realize like she's not like the total badass that everybody like portrays her to be, like this untouchable deity. She's she she's human. You know, she has regrets and things like that. So. It was cool. Um, my only issue with really the ending, I hate that all the people that they scammed before were just friends. And they're like, and then at the end, they were all like happy and having a party. Yeah, I'm you know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, I was, was kind of weird. It's, yeah, very, it's, very, it's very Disney for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, this nigga just on a boat. Just and they like, all you know. knew each other. Too. Yeah. It was like, oh, yeah, I did some business. What was it? The, the first, the Cassano. It's like, yeah, I did business with the dude with the air show when it was in America. Yeah. And then, um, what do you go? The, the picture picture dealer uh the art appraiser i forget how did he know um he knew Cassano too right yeah 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 so yeah it was kind of weird i thought when Cassano busted through the door i'm like oh shit like this is crazy this is the greatest plot twist ever nope nope they were all working together very anticlimactic a little bit a little bit um but overall no i enjoyed i enjoyed it i mean you know the ending kind of was what it was. It's like, all right, yeah, these niggas just complete another con. Is Gim Sanders and these yeah. niggas just it gave it was given very much um it was given very much JoJo's, him saying. Like in oh, the, the in, plot armor type shit. Yeah, shirt. exactly. It's just like they just these niggas just always found a way. I mean, they like you just knew that they like th- them niggas wasn't was gonna be successful with this shit. And mm-hmm. even at the end, the very end, when we see that Laurent's old ting, you know, she was still alive somewhere, looking like she was conning some folks. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, at the end. Wait. Yeah, at the very end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you not? You didn't watch the post. I don't think she was conning because she just kind of lived a regular life. Oh, well, I guess yeah. If she was shit. Conning. I there did was not a post. You, you didn't watch yeah, the post. Basically, yeah. it's like she was in some tiny village in Japan. So I guess she washed up somewhere, and um, mm. and was like saying <laughs> that mm. they were like, oh, like, do you have um, what's it called? They're like, oh, she has amnesia, and then the ring that he threw washed up on the beach. They're like, oh, look at this that we found, and she saw it. And like put it on, and then at the end she's like just speaking Japanese. She's like, oh, like I still don't remember much. And then when she gets to it, she says, wow, and like something in like English or French or whatever. 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, but, big uh, lip Dorothy coming back on the scene. Oh Jesus Christ, she's an Uchiha too. She is an Uchiha. Yeah. Um, all right, so who y'all want to pull one out for? Who? That's tough. I would pull one out for Edamura's mom, though. Yeah, I'm saying because. Ooh. You know, she was she was a mom. She, I, I mean, she obviously got a raw deal with her dying and shit because she was sick. Like I'm saying, but like, yo, Edamura's whole life would have went different if she stayed if she stayed alive and she ain't died, bro. Real shit. Yeah, and also like, um, that's tough having to keep like the thing from her son. You know, yeah, like he, he did see her and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's tough. That, um, you got anyone else? Yeah, that's it. That's it for me. I, I, it's not. There wasn't a lot of niggas that died in this I mean, shit. You really, really think about it. I'm saying. His mom. So I, I got a. I feel bad for. I, I'm gonna put one out for Oz, honestly. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah. like, I understand him feeling bad, and that was his friend. Like you know, it was his mistake that got Dorothy killed. Mm-hmm. But um, I think part of it is she could have kept playing dumb. You know, or mm-hmm. no, either way, she probably would have been good. Nah, she but like, been, been the cost he had to pay for for like everything, you right. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. relationship with the son, jail, mom, everything else. Yeah. Like, not being there when his the woman he loves has to die. It's a good point. Like, I feel like outside of Laurent, because Laurent had to watch the woman he loved get killed in front and not react. And, you know, had to wait and all that stuff. So it was between them two, but like, at least like, Laurent got closure at the end. Yep. I was still living here like this man's probably never like I'm probably never gonna have a relationship with my son. Yeah, but I say it's a lot it's a big price to pay for yeah. to protect a group of people that who who's who, their whole mantra is we're not teammates, we're not family, we're not friends. Yep. You yeah, know, we'll cut you true. off in a in a in a harpy and yet we see that that's really not true. Like, even yeah. from the old crew and even this new crew, mm-hmm. where everybody still kind of does stick together. Abby's like the closest one to Living even, that truth, but even, even still, yeah. So, yeah, it's a. I I like that one. Pour one out for Oz. That's hmm. a good. That's a good one. See, who am I gonna pour one out for? Can I pour one out for myself? Why you wanna pour one out for yourself? <laughs> because the show said in the description, right? Oh boy, yep. the show said nudity, and there wasn't that much nudity in it. Actually, uh-huh. it was probably like one scene, and it was a bad scene for nudity to be in anyway. So, like. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, you I'm perv. Kidding. I am. Yeah, just, look, I'm wearing the Canada shirt for a reason. Like yeah, you are. Yeah, you something. Come on now. Freaking. Shout out Mero. <laughs> sorry, sorry, not Mero. Meru. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, can't 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 mix up the uh, leader of the Susio gang and leader of the Asukibuses now. <laughs> but if I had to pour one out for anybody, um, you know what? Hmm. Born out for Abby. Okay. Okay. Because of her backstory and having to deal with the fact that she saw her parents, basically her whole village get blown up by someone she then had to work with mm-hmm. her whole life being, even becoming a child soldier and shit like that. And then having to, you know, go through life living on her own, making money through the streets and shit like that. Like that's tough. Yeah. And lucky for, I guess it's lucky or unlucky for her. Laurent found her. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously she probably would have done been been well off on her own, but you know, she's uh, I, I pour one out for her because she had to do it, you know, go with a lot. Yeah, that's a good one. 
Yeah, she was really going through some shit. She was fighting a lot of them fucking demons. That, man. That, those demons were kicking her ass, bro. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that was a that was a time. Like she dead took the pilot out on that stroll in the garden and was dead about to murk him. <laughs> yeah, she was. Yeah, she was not playing no games. I'm surprised the ballerina shit didn't come into play a little bit more. Though, yeah, because like they kind of made a whole big deal about. I mean, I know it was a flashback and stuff, but it was her as a ballerina mm-hmm. the day that her parents mm-hmm. got uh Bruce Wayne. So, Jesus Christ, JT, what? I, <laughs> you did that you, you this nigga just got Bruce Wayne. So they didn't get Bruce Wayne. They got what was what was Bruce's parents' name? Was it Martha and? Whatever one I don't know. <laughs> I don't even remember. Exactly. Martha and Wayne. But look, look, look at the parent, look at the similarities, right? Yeah. Single child leaving with their parent from a performance. Yeah, I mean, I walking listen, down a street. It's just very, it's just, it's just not nice, JT. That's it. That's all it is. We're talking nice about fictional real. characters here. Like, no, what are you talking about? To some, they're fictional. To some? To some, they're fictional. Well, then tell them to grow up. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Batman mid anyway. I saw Bane break his back. Pause. Damn right. Yeah. See, uh, <laughs> hey, yo. What kind of shit? What, what kind of shit is you getting into, my boy? Ah, yash. <laughs> I was born in the darkness. Batman. And we give it back to you. If anyone has ever the seen people. the video of uh, of Bane playing Slenderman. <laughs> that sounds great. Batman. Batman, is that you? <laughs> um... I mean, yeah, I guess that's... Y'all got anything else? Nope. Nope. So that is it for Anime Book Club, and that is it for The Great Pretender. Um, Again, really enjoyed the series. I recommend it, and this is one that we could confidently say either sub or dub, um, just because usually subs are good anyway, but I I, I really enjoyed the dub on this one. This is true. Um, So, our next series is one that I've been excited to do. Um something that people have been telling me to watch for a very long time it is called Erased uh, that I'm pretty sure you could find on a lot of places it's been out for a long time I don't know too too much about it like I'm not going to give a little blurb but I'm sure if you mention it to someone who watched the anime there's, there's going to be a reaction so we're going to do the first three episodes of the show Erased for next week Erased. that is the new one we're watching once again and um, yeah that's pretty much it thank you guys for watching thank you guys for listening Make sure to follow us at Sartobi Sports on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Go like the Facebook page. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel. And you guys can follow me on Twitter at OffendedNormal. Guys? Yo. Worldwide West. Feeling on specific. Worldwide Breasts. <laughs> R.I.P. Bob Saget. Peace. Bobby. Um, let's see. I thought you were going to go Bane voice. Guess not. <laughs> I could. That's nah, all right. That's well, okay. I'll do it anyway. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. You can follow me on the Twitters. J underscore Thomas underscore 24. I've been promoted to head of content at Net Republic, so this is good. This is very good. Remember to brush your teeth, and nematodes are people too, Batman. <laughs> Catch y'all next week. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins.